Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome, man. Welcome. Yeah, dude. Um, uh, I'm I'm Erock or Eric. My my real name's Eric. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You want to call you Eric or Erock? It doesn't matter, honestly. <laughs> I'm gonna call you Most... Eric because that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm. Yeah, I'm still getting used to all these Instagram handles and stuff like that. So it's kind of odd for yeah. me. Uh, so I come from like paintball. So. I've been running a league for like 10 years and, uh, and since the pandemic, you know, like basically I shut it down because we're doing competitive paintball. Yeah. And, uh, it was just, uh, the way we do it is there's like these, there's a pits and there's like 15 guys in this pit and they're like screaming at each other and loading up pods and stuff. And I'm like, ah, I can't do that, man. I I don't want, I'd feel really bad. If someone got sick or even died, you know, because he oh. went to one of our events, so I'm like, I'm gonna like uh, take a timeout. But then we're, I was, um, I was getting like really burnt because we were doing shit, man. At the peak, we're doing twelve events a year, so it's like once, and this is like full webcasted events with teams oh, wow. that we're traveling, San Diego. Well, um, yeah, we're mainly like San Diego, SoCal, and then we do one in NorCal, and then we had a league in Arizona, like in the Phoenix area. Okay. So we're, we're doing that. We're just running ragged, and then um, COVID came, like, oh, man, I just, you know, I need a rest. I'm kind of tired, and I don't want to get someone sick. And Right. So we kind of kind of just stopped, you know, and um, like for two years, just no paintball. And then um, I had our one of our fields up in NorCal. They're like... Hey John, you got to come out and uh, you know run an event. I'm like, okay, I'll go run an event up there. But then I was experimenting, like kind of like the tail end of COVID with. Uh, there's a, okay, okay. We'll start from. <laughs> it's like so weird. Start okay. Yeah, so, start like from I the said, I was t- I was in paintball for ten years, and then like midway through 2015, I developed a uh, a form I called Red Zone, and so. I was uh, I was uh, basically on the webcast team for uh, the PSP, which was the, the professional paintball league. So I was traveling around all these, you know, to all their stops, and um, I learned a lot about webcasting from there. Like, actually, more like what not to do, and yeah. just like filming. It was just like, man, it's like so. I don't know if you've ever seen a webcast. Of, have you seen a paintball webcast before? Like a like, professional, the the with. Like the NXL, yeah, like the NXL. Yeah, I've seen parts of those. You've, you've watched. Well, I haven't actually gone to those sites or whatever oh, and yeah. seen like, um, you know, I've just seen like uh, the clips from Instagram that they put on. Uh huh. Yeah, so you actually really have to watch the uh, webcast and watch the live or just you know the games. Now, if would you, you do uh, this on YouTube Live or something? No, they would uh so I would travel with uh so basically the league actually was uh what was it called? Uh well Die Paintball put this webcast together. They spent like a half a million dollars 
with gear and all that stuff. And oh my god! Yeah, it was a it was a major production. So um, our mission was to get sponsors, big sponsors for paintball for the tournament series. So basically, back then, um, you know, we have NXL right now. It was PSP. That okay. that was the main league. And then they, I don't know how long ago, like maybe six, seven years ago, they went from PSP and they changed it to NXL. But um, but PSP, that's where the the main push was to like, we want to get the we want to get big sponsors and we want to like you know get on TV and stuff. So they put out a ton of money, buttload of money for this webcast, like all the gear, and then they would have their own uh, hosting site. So they would. Um, when I was doing the the webcast, it was free. Yeah, it was like a, the free professional. Now they charge, but yeah, the main main thing was they're, they're trying to get sponsorships and stuff like that. But right, what happened was uh, they'd come out like uh, I think one time cores or I think cores came out you know, like representatives to go check out, you know, just the the event and then check out the webcast to see if they want to like jump in on it. Yeah. And so the webcast was like going to be the main pull, you know, it's going to, you know, reel them in, you know, it was going to be the thing, but <laughs> yeah, but the format, it's just, it's unwatchable as far it's on, you know, it's watchable if you're on the stands, but it's, it's almost impossible to film mm. because you got two teams of five coming at each other. So you don't know where the action's supposed to be. And you got all those barricades, like you yeah, have barriers, the- like people are hiding on purpose. <laughs> yeah. So you, know? you got people hiding, you got, you got all this, all this going on. So you don't know if the action's going to break out on the D side, like right. the far side or the close side with uh, the snake or the middle. And then it was hard because um, it's like, they're going, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Big play, big play in the D side. And, uh, God help if we maybe had a camera on the D side filming that. Usually you don't. <laughs> and they're oh taking a, they're videotaping someone on the snake side and they're just talking, but it doesn't match up with the video. Actually, you can uh, watch right. that. Watch NXL right now. Watch any of their uh their live broadcast. Yeah. And you'll see it. So um of course, you know, NXL or our cores is like, hey man, they're kind of like I we don't get it. We can't we can't film. No one can follow it. Yeah. And uh, it's not a so, good spectator type of. Uh-uh. Oh, not at all. And it's just, yeah. uh, back then it was awesome because they had sideline coaching. So like, you know, everyone is sideline could coach. So it was ruckus in the audience. It was like screaming, you know, snake one. And we're like, oh <laughs> shit, they're coming down D side. They're screaming. Everyone's screaming. So it's a big, massive wave of sound, you know? And yeah, the, of course, you know, the players don't know what's going on because you're hearing all this. It was like counter coaching, all this craziness. But it, it was real. That was the only thing fun about it that I thought yeah. if I was like part of the crowd. But um, they got they took that away. So now it's just like mm. a tennis match. And uh, yeah, you still can't really understand it. So what we did or what I did, I was like, OK, man, I I watched it. I'm like, dude, we have to have a format that people can actually follow. And yeah. figure it, you know, like, and have fun watching it and all that stuff. So I was like, look, I'm going to stick a basketball in there. I'm going to put a buzzer in the middle. 
on the snake side. So the thing is, is all these five players, the crowd knows to score points, they have to hit that buzzer in the middle. So you're watching everything come unfold. Okay. You can see people making moves to the center bunker. You can see them coming down the D side to contain people. And then you can see yeah. guys coming in for the buzzer to hit the buzzer to score. And so I, we were doing that back in 2015. We were like uh, testing that out and, you know, talking to like mothers and fathers and girlfriends and, you know, boyfriends, if their girlfriends were playing and they're like, yeah, we get it. It's freaking crazy. It's like, yeah, we know what's happening. It's like, wow. So yeah, they're like, after like maybe one game, they're like, yeah, they're trying to hit that buzzer in the middle and if they hit it, they score. And then when you hit the buzzer and score, you hear, we have our PA system and it's like a countdown goes on. It tells red zone in five, four, three, two, one, zero. So during that, um, during the uh, recording, no one else can score. So if someone else hits the buzzer, it doesn't count. And uh, another thing uh, we just interjected uh, for SoCal, we uh, brought in our um, brought in uh, respawn. So what it is is like on the gate, the start gates, there's like a like a fence, like yeah. a fence, and people when you get shot out, you go behind and you wait there, like a res- it's the respawn box. Yeah. So when your team hits the buzzer, they have to look at the the ref in the middle and they'll put their hand up. Okay, all right, go 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 go. You can come back into the game. So it even so made one, it more crazy. one person. All of them. Would, if you had two oh. people back there, both of them could come in. Oh. If you had three people back there, three of them could come in. Now, when somebody hits the buzzer, you said that this countdown starts, right? Right. So what does that? What What does it do? What is that? Uh, what, what happens when you get to zero? Uh, when you get to zero, then the buzzer becomes active again, so someone else can hit oh. the buzzer and score. Okay, so that timer is basically like a reset for the right. Okay. Exactly. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. And uh, so it does two things. It uh, basically, it signifies that the a team scored. Yeah. And then uh, another thing, it, it, it allows the team that scored their dead players to come back into the game. Now, when that, when, when somebody scores and then the, the countdown timer goes during that, like, Hey, red zone, whatever, everybody goes back to the starting. No, no, they're still oh. playing. The no game way. is still on. It's not even over. What? So, yeah. That's so if you're behind, so like, awesome. if you're behind whatever, I don't know the names of the barricade or, you know, barriers, or whatever, but if you're behind this one over here, barricade one, uh, you can still stay there. Oh, yeah. You're as still your playing. teammates come back in and you, no shit. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's so, wild. The game is still going and they just have to wait till the, so when the, when the buzz, when the recording is on, it gives, that's the time, amount of time that the other players behind that gate can come back in. Mm, so they can, mm-hmm. well, when the, when the recording stops, you can't come in. Yeah. It locks it out. But another cool thing is like, uh, like in SoCal, they're doing these past events where they would score and they can run back. If they get shot, getting to the buzzer, they score, get shot, they're out. They can run back, tag up on the gate and come back in during the recording. Oh, wow. It's pretty awesome. It's like very controlled chaos. And yeah. it's really fun to watch. You're just Yeah, but it gives the game an objective besides just team deathmatch. Exactly. And that was yeah. and the thing is it, it gave it a focal point. Uh it's like a lot of high drama. Oh, oh one more thing. 
that we had that we just interjected this year, we brought in um, sideline coach. So you have each team has a sideline coach. They can't pass the 50 yard line, but they can gotcha. tell their people like, all right, you know, go for the buzzer right now or shoot out snake one or oh, this and that. Okay. So they can tell, you know, their players. So another thing that the coach does is like, if um, they're, you're down to one player, they can concede the point. So we have a, a concede horn in the middle. So the coach has to go and hit that horn, hit the buzzer, the button, and then this horn goes off and then it ends the game. Oh. So it is, it's, it's very fast, exciting, and it, it's just crazy. It's fun to watch everyone. You know, the reason why I knew it was a winner, because my wife would come with me to these, you know, paintball. She would help me with the paintball tournament. Yeah. And, um, she fucking, she totally hated paintball. I mean, she hated the format. It was just, it's like like you said, it's just team deathmatch, and you it's don't know what's going on. It's uh, really slow, and mm-hmm. you know, and they're just sitting. Usually, they like sitting in the back and just dumping all kinds of paint. Yes, or babies, and then it's just it's really slow. But um, yeah, she was she hated that, and it's like when we start doing red zone, she's like, oh my god, oh my god, it was a red zone match, and she'd run up to the tower and just watch. <laughs> and uh, the cra- the coolest story I got to say for Airsoft was uh, we did our first indoor event at CQB City up in Stockton. Um, and um, it was funny because Chief, he's the owner of uh, CP City, and he's total Milsim dude all the way, you know. Gotcha. Speedball, I don't want any part of it. Yeah. And he barely didn't even trust me. He, yeah, I mean, he's gone through like <laughs> like all these promoters that came up there like, were sure. like really either iffy or they had nothing. They didn't, you know, do what they said they're going to do. Everything turns out to, you know, be a cluster F. And I've then heard about like, that. Yeah. Like our first time up there, you know, he was super skeptical of me. He was like, oh my, can he run sure. this stuff? But he doesn't, you know, he doesn't understand. I've been doing this for like 10 years. So it's like, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. So it was, it was great because, so it was like, oh, it's speedball, uh, speed soft. Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this. And then he comes up. It was funny. We're at, they had like this uh, second story viewing point where we looked down. We had our uh, scorekeepers up there. So he okay. comes up there. And then uh, it was funny, like afterwards, I was like, yeah, yeah, John, you know, I, I went up there. And I was like, I'll oh, just, you know, just be the nice owner and just check it out. And I know it's not my cup of tea. I'm just going to leave. Just watch for a second leave. He was there the whole day watching it. No way whole day he was just he got like, sucked oh, in he got sucked in yeah this this format sucks you in as a spectator and yeah at the end of the day he's like oh my god john oh my god we got to bet on this because it's so awesome you can it's crazy you can see you can see it coming together like you know you know like it's it's just it, it's 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 one of those formats where yeah it's just you're like it's a not a train wreck, but it's just so fast, and you're like, "Oh my god, anything right. could happen!" And uh, but yeah, he was he was totally into it. I was like, uh, actually, I was humble. I'm like, "Wow, this is great." Sure, like he's like this guy's been in the business for like decades, you know. And then for him to like actually like it, I was like, "Wow!" So yeah, um, did so you guys we, did yeah. you implement that that kind of gameplay style uh, while you were still in paintball? Yes, is that when you started it? Okay, okay, yeah, so. Paintball is like a weird, it, it, it's really, um, it's, a, it's more advanced, you know, right now than Airsoft is, but 
they're not too advanced. They don't like new things. Yeah. And uh, and that's what that was a problem with our format. We would we even had pro players playing our format, you know, but they couldn't talk about it because their their um, sponsors wouldn't let them talk uh, about it. Yeah. But they would play it and they enjoyed it. And it's just uh, and that's the thing is like we did it at our own league, but you know we couldn't get traction in paintball because they're too headstrong into uh, mm. their that format. Which that format they've been running for. God, man, I think since 2003 and wow the thing is is like it hasn't gone anywhere and they got to understand it's like that's what i feel like you have to and that's when i started with airsoft and i met you know the airsoft community and they're like they're into like different gameplay which is right insane and it's not it's it's the most diverse kind of hobby or sport i've ever seen oh god and i was happy as hell i'm like wow and they played the format and they we were testing it out at SC Village. Uh, we're just doing little, getting a couple teams or whatever I can get, you know, players that just try it. And uh, we just, ho- we basically did a, a stripped down version of it uh, at yeah. SC Village, you know, and um, they're digging on it. So, okay, so we, we figured out, we adapted it to Airsoft. And then um, that's when I took it up, ran it at SC Village, and we got everything kind of, down um we we took it up to uh like i said we had to do a demo up in norcal and uh i said hey let me run an airsoft thing and they're like are you crazy airsoft i'm like yeah just let me try it (laughs) then um it was a trip because um oh there it goes um the we had i didn't think uh we're gonna have that many people turn out maybe like maybe a handful of people but ended up 10 teams came out to try it. Oh my God. And, uh, yeah, they, they felt the first time they freaked out first time we had 10 teams. And then that's the other good thing about, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second time we did it, we had 15 teams. See, this is a good thing about, uh, trying new things in airsoft as opposed to other sports. Mm -hmm. Uh, or, you know, let's say paintball or whatever there, so many people are really excited about, Oh, something new. Oh, what are we doing? Like, this is a, a new kind of gameplay style. Yeah. Let's go check it out. They're very, very open to all kind of, Oh, you got to wear costumes. Okay. It's a Halloween event. We're going to dress up, you know, <laughs> like they're just very open to try all different stuff, you know? That's why I I love the airsoft community, and they yeah. kind of took me in. I'm like from SoCal, but they took me in as their their own brothers, you know. And we, yeah, oh, so, up in NorCal, and NorCal, yeah. So, oh, you're crazy. a SoCal guy, and you went to NorCal, ooh. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly, right? <laughs> but I love them. They're they're Go great. Go back people, to the valley, man. man. Really, yeah, I know, right. <laughs> When they find out, it's like, holy shit, you drive all the way up here? I'm like, yeah. I'm Bro, like, how far? Like, like, how long of a drive is it? Where, where are you going, uh, Sacramento? Yeah, so I'm in San Diego, California. You're looking right, like down, right down by the border. So, I've been there. I've been there numerous times. I was stationed at Pendleton, so I, I oh. spent some time throughout Oceanside and Vista and uh, Carlsbad and San Diego and uh, yeah. Del Mar, you know. That's where we did did a lot of our paintball tournaments down south was at Camp Pendleton, the paintball. Oh park yeah, there. okay. So, um, but yeah, they'd freak out like, "Holy shit, you're driving all it's the a way long from drive. San Diego. Oh, it is. It's like 
Well, we I have to pull a trailer with all of our gear, so oh my god, uh, it takes me like ten hours to get up there. I was going to say ten, that. twelve hours because we drove. When I was stationed in Pendleton before I got married. I had a couple years left in the uh, Marine Corps. We went up to uh, me and my buddies went up to uh, Yosemite National Park. Uh-huh. And I was like, now, you know, this is 1991, bro. Like, we don't have fucking, you know, GPS to look up, oh, how far of a drive is it? You don't, no, no you got to pull out a paper map and plot that shit, okay? <laughs> so I'm thinking, I mean, how big is California? Come on, how big is it? Really? You know, okay, we're going to, we're in the same state. It can't be that far. Two, three hours. No, fucking six and a half hour drive. I said, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, and that was just in the middle of the state, you know, where uh, Yosemite is. I was just yeah. telling my kids about, like, yeah, we didn't have no GPS back then. It sucked. <laughs> you had to like, break out the, yeah, you had to break out the maps, and you're like, yeah. it was horrible. Like, right I'd go by landmarks. Everything. Yeah, man. Especially when you get off the freeways, and uh, oh, there's some, uh, you know, off just kind of different roads that aren't well marked or the, or the, you don't keep them up. So the, the signs are just run, you know, worn off and like, you got to go stop and ask somebody, Hey, where are we at here on the map? (laughs) Or where, where's this? Oh yeah. You go down to this. There's a big car dealership. That's kind of run down over here on the corner. Uh, turn right there, you know, but yeah, it's 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 crazy. But so after we did a few events, I think we, we let me ask you this. What, why would you drive all the way up there? What you're you're in you're in SoCal, you're in San Diego, you're you're having events. What made you? Because that's a big commitment. Uh, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's not cheap. You know, you got gas. You got you got however many days you got to do. You know, I mean, that's a full day drive for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, so what what kind of came up with that to make you go? Okay, it's worth driving up here. You know what it is? It was the enthusiasm of how really? they wanted to play the format. And the thing is, I tried it in SoCal, but it didn't catch fire because it's mainly, um, God, I don't know. They're just into like speed QB mainly. Yeah. It was all speed QB. And uh, so we couldn't really get a foothold in my own area. Wow. So going up to NorCal, getting a foothold in there and like yeah. having teams really want to play the format. I'm like, okay, well, I have to go up there and do. We have to play this out. So um, like, like, another thing we did, like, oh, like in paintball, we uh, took us like five years. And but uh, we created uh, our own ranking system. So oh. um, what it does. So our system, a, it basically we can track an individual player and uh, uh and it's kind of it's kind of cool so say eric you make a profile on our page it's kind of yeah. like facebook in a way so you put your picture up you'll have your stats mm. you can add like picture more pictures of yourself uh a bio about yourself you can put a uh, link video links of you playing and all that stuff would you do create a website for it or just a you added a page on your website what did you how oh, did you do that no it's a it's a total ranking system we built it from scratch what? so this this thing is pretty yeah you have to get it's uh rank sports.com but check it out so you can check out uh you can go on the stats and it'll list all the teams that played that year and it'll see how many buzzers they scored um how many times they played and won so the problem um uh, another thing from paintball which we found that was a problem was uh how they um you know, rank their players and the way mm. they rank their players on, uh, I think it's called 
well, it's APPA back then, but now it's like, I forgot, PBI. I think that's what it is. But mm-hmm. what they do is like, so your whole team, say, Eric, you're on a team and everyone gets ranked to what the team did that year, but not the individual. So the problem that I was running into as a promoter every year, I would get the call, lots of calls like, hey, John, um, we just played D5 or I just played D5 last year. And now I'm like D4. I, I can't hack it in D4 because um you know, we I played on this team, but I hardly played, and I'm not good, and I'm not ready to go to D4. So I get those a lot, like a ton of those, and yeah. I'm like, God, you know, it kind of sucks because these guys they get, you know, they'll 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 probably end up quitting because they can't hack it in a higher division. Mm, so right. you you end up losing a player. So mm. what we're doing, what we do is uh, we see the player like we'll look up eric's thing you're like hey how many times has eric's played he played like 20 games or 20 points this this uh this season he he actually played it and won 18 points 18 games he 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 became he was uh he was alive you know he won those games okay cool he's actually pretty good and he was in a top rated team you know what i think he's ready to move up or there could be Eric. Oh yeah, he played twenty games. He only played. No, no, he played five games. Yeah, only for the whole season, and he like say five games out of like thirty games, and gotcha. he only won one game. So I'm now, gonna how keep do you... Eric there? I'm gonna keep Eric right in, in that division. So we so. Um, last year uh, we ran a whole season up in NorCal, like four events. Um, the players have to buy ID cards. They have uh, ID cards with their own um, ID card ID number on there. Which uh, mm-hmm. when we uh, when we go out there, we uh, our paperwork. We figure out who's playing that game, and yeah. then uh, we circle it. And then we have to input it later. Uh, uh, I was just going to ask, how does it get inputted? Yeah, we're gonna we at last year we did it. We imported it later because we just had all the paperwork. Yeah, but um, we're working on a barcode system where we just scan them in uh, mm. for each game. But that'll probably now, have be... you have you are you have you heard of skirmish? No, no so skirmish, uh, dude. It, it, I think if you're open to kind of upgrading, uh, or not upgrading, but like um, passing on that kind of info to or that kind of work. Uh, to a system that's that's really kind of set up for that for exactly what you're talking about, where you wouldn't have to have, you know, you could focus more on hosting the events and getting these different fields and setting up more events or whatever. And the players, same thing, you know, it's kind of like what your ID card you're talking about. So this is the exactly what you're talking about. <clears throat> I had the guy on. You know, if you want to check out the podcast, you can. I'll give you a little rundown on it, but uh, I'm not sponsored by him. Uh, I had him on a podcast. I heard about it from uh, Call Sign Honey Badger um, months and months ago. He talked about he went to a field and they had this thing. And I go, what is that? And he goes, Skirmesh. And he showed me this bracelet he had. So it's an RFID card in here, a little chip. And then, a, you know, the uh, the guy that created it, him and his buddy, um, his background, he was in the Navy. The Navy sent him to MIT to work on a, a secret project for DARPA. Um, and part of that was setting up a mesh system for 
drones to communicate at long distances away from whatever Wi-Fi point, you know, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is, uh, this was kind of the, <clears throat> this came out of that, uh, after him and his brother went to a, a milsim and said, we don't even know who took what objective and what, you know, we don't even know what's going on in the game during, you know, during this thing. So anyway, uh, what they do is this bracelet, same thing. It has a number on the back. When you buy a bracelet, you punch in that number, you register it on your, on the, on their website. Same exact thing you're talking about. Now, when I go to an event, they have, uh, if that field has the skirmish system, they'll have, let's say your buzzer would have a box there. So when I go up, uh, it, it knows, you know, I tap it or I hit it with, with my bracelet and, uh, and now it registers in real time on their website, uh, that I took that objective or that I hit that buzzer or that I, you know, whatever. Um, so anyway, it, it's, and these things are pretty crazy as far as what they can do. He can set up, it's all in a podcast. Um, we did a long one actually, because I pulled up the screen and he showed on his end, kind of like the back end of how he can program these boxes. Mm-hmm. So you can set them up for all different kind of scenarios. He's got one, you know, you can set up for like a medic station. So you've got to hold your wrist on there like you're reviving somebody. You've got to hold your wrist on this medic station box or whatever for 10 seconds, 15 seconds, whatever. And it'll it'll show you in real time who's being revived. And it has it's pretty uh it's pretty in depth, but it's exactly what you're talking about where well, you wouldn't well, maybe actually we're going to run like uh like a scenario game. So I'm ha- uh, hooking it with uh, Storm, Storm the Poet, you know, Storm. Oh, Poet, dude. So yes, we're going to run like Poet. a... Yeah, Poet. We're going to... Yeah, we're going to run a... Um, uh, we're doing like a like a Milsim kind of thing. We're teaming up to do something like that. That would work there. But yeah, yeah. it's like for, for what we're doing, it's more like we have to like uh, get the... It's not like if they go by the buzzer because every time it, you hit the buzzer you don't score you can get shot before so it's all right. about the referee like figuring out if you hit the oh buzzer i got you so, i got you um yeah so at, at a tournament level it, it it'd be hard to make it work because it'd be gotcha. yeah yeah it, it'd be uh it's more it's more like uh refs and the scorekeepers but for that that sounds awesome that would totally yeah i'll send for, you uh, i'll like send that. you his info i'll send you his website and stuff and then you can check it out but there's a lot of different uh, indoor fields that are that are starting to pick it up and use it for their uh, tournament play. In fact, uh, KB, KWA Tactical League they're uh, uh-huh. they're using it for theirs for their tournaments um, to register people and you know because it you know you go back to spawn there's a box back there so you know you know you got killed or whatever and then that kind of thing. But um, yeah, I'll send you his info. But so you yeah. so your your game style <clears throat> uh, the brain or I guess the brainchild or the uh, the spawn of this was the uh because somebody's sitting in the stands and you were trying to get like sponsors and this kind of thing for paintball and you're like this is boring as shit to watch how can we add some elements in here to and then you started thinking of how to make it more exciting and uh, man i uh i have to say i have not seen one of those matches i haven't watched one i need to um i didn't know You know what you got to do is go on the Instagram and just scroll down or check all the videos. But I have like matches that we filmed. So really, we actually run like a webcast as well for yeah. our tournament. Um, 
So it's so yeah. So we're basically a self-contained league. So yeah, we have our own format, ranking system, scoring system, like uh, actually event sign up system, and uh, webcast. Oh, that's cool. Photography. Yeah, that's see, that's what that's what it needs. And the thing is, people don't realize. So we're uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna share the screen. I'm, I'm scrolling through your Instagram right now. Uh, you know, I didn't realize um, that uh, Hannah, who I just did a podcast with not long ago. Oh yeah, is, I heard that one. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think that's actually maybe that's where um, I reached out to you when you commented on something on right, uh, right. her post or something. But um, yeah, I'm on your Instagram. I'm gonna pull it up so I can. Uh, I'll share the screen. You you might have to click on um, watch stream, or it might just come up automatically for you. All right. So, are you able to see that? We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Uh, I'm going to hit that. Okay. Yeah, it'll yeah, say I'm watch watching. stream. Yeah, I'm watching that. So, yeah, okay. cruise down. Like, uh, yeah, one where's of the, some of these so, videos? Oh, here's a like right there. Right that one with the hands up. Yeah. Oh, there's a video. Nice. Yeah. So, okay. we have like a green screen with the commentators, and it's 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 fun. Oh, shit. So, oh, who set uh, that up? That's me, man. That's all me. So I, that's what I, I learned how to do my own uh, pot, webcast and stuff. So, oh my God, we dude, that's, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So we, so basically, yeah, we're, we're like a self-contained, we have everything. Right. Um, so, and that's a good, that's a cool thing about it is like, yeah, I worked my ass off in paintball, but then everything came right into with like airsoft. We brought everything into airsoft. Isn't that wild? That's you, you know, wild. I, you know what? I love it because. It's so much cleaner, man. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> That's what I've heard, bro. So it's dirty, like, uh, man. So all dirty. these, uh, well, you know, I played paintball for six years. So it's, uh, and, you know, these guys I've talked with, and I always make jokes about it because I'm an old school paintballer, you know. And uh, <clears throat> so I always make jokes about, yeah, we need to, uh, you know, everyone's, because all I hear in Airsoft is, call your hits, man. Okay. And all these fights uh, start because of not calling your hit. I'm like, bro, we didn't have that in paintball. That wasn't an issue. Nobody in paintball matches ever came up to each other and started fighting because you didn't call your fucking hit. Uh, because this giant splat goes all over you. Um, oh, no, so, they do. They still do. They do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but it's super rare, bro. It's super <laughs> rare compared to, you know, the airsoft ones where they're like, this guy, look, I'm hitting this guy. He's not even calling it like. It's, uh, it, well, I know from my experience, we didn't, you know, the guys I played with, we were all just friends, but everyone knows you got hit. 
um, it's really obvious compared to uh, you know airsoft where you don't, there's no mark you don't know you know <laughs> it's like and, what the and hell? that's that's the other thing I'm like adapting to is like you know when we we do our events you know I tell them like look man um, yeah we have we have six refs out here and it's a small field and yeah our guys still aren't going to see everything you know they're going to try and see everything but it's up to you if you want this sport to grow it's up to you to play fair. Oh, for you know? sure. And um, hopefully that gets into the culture. You know, it's just like, hey, man, just. But, you know, the, the crazy thing is about 95 percent of these guys, they get shot, they get out. There's that 5 yeah. percent that ruin it for everyone. But Oh, definitely. That's life in general. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. sucks. It really sucks. But, you know, we you know, I keep on telling them, like, look, man, our refs are out there. They're going to call what they can see. And you know what? They're just trying to keep the games going and keep everyone in line. But yeah, you're gonna have to call your own hits if you know. You yeah, know, for be, sure. Be big, have some sportsmanship, and call your hits and get out. Just like yeah, sportsmanship, 90%. man, for real. But uh, but yeah, you know what? I I like I said, ninety like percent of these kids, ninety five percent of these kids, call their hits and they get out. You oh, know, yeah. which is great. Yeah, the the fighting thing it's super rare. But uh, you know, when I first started watching this stuff with the airsoft. Uh, no background in it, no history with it. I um, I was like, well, the first time I saw something that said, uh, call your freaking hits, was uh, I was researching on how to run this uh, YouTube channel that I started and didn't know what I was doing and uh, editing and I didn't know shit about Airsoft at all. My Two of my older sons uh, got into Airsoft. They're, one of their good friends got them into it. I was coming out of being paralyzed, <clears throat> excuse me, for a while with an illness. Oh, and uh, when I was able to walk down the hall and get on a computer and use my hands again, uh, I started this YouTube channel for them. And uh, they they really didn't want to start a YouTube channel. They just wanted to play airsoft. I wanted to do it because I needed something to do to you know not go nuts uh, being stuck in the house. Right. So um, I uh, I had no knew, didn't know anything. All I knew about airsoft was. When they were 10 and 12 years old, pretty typical kind of story. You know, I bought them the clear springers and they ran around the backyard and, and shot each other. Uh, and that was it. And um, so when they said they were getting airsoft, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like that little kid's game kind of thing. Yeah. Well, then I saw the guns and I saw these different mystery <laughs> boxes. And that's how the channel started. Well, uh, the first when I started researching some of this stuff, I saw a video from uh, Airsoftology. And... Uh-huh. Um, you know, kind of a bigger uh, airsoft channel, and the the kind of tagline he says at the very end to kind of wrap up his videos is, "And remember, call your freaking hits." And I was like, I, it was foreign to me. I go, "What? What does that mean?" And I'm like, I asked my one of my boys, like, "Why? Why are all these videos people calling talking about call your hits? Call your hits? Like, we never had to say that in paintball. That I knew. You know, this is back in the mid '90s when I played, but um, like." Everyone just knew, like, it wasn't a thing. So that that was kind of my thing. Like, this is a real issue. Okay. Oh, it, it, it's I, an issue. And, and yeah. you know, and it, it, I, I feel for my refs. They work freaking hard to, like, catch what they can. But, dude, they're not looking well, down the barrel of their gun with their traces. They can't see everything. And they're not going to see that. And uh, what kills me is, like, we have these um, – you know the they you know they're the YouTuber guys. They little they got their cameras, yeah. and their guns, and, and like see, and that's I all totally they post. Them. And look, dude, we don't. And have that's a all guy. they post. We exactly. don't have a referee on your back, dude. 
in every shot you're making, dude. They're trying, but that's the thing. It's on the uh, it's on that other guy you shot. He should be getting out, you know. For sure. Now, let me ask you this: What when you guys do events? Do you guys uh, are you kind of restricted to using the refs that are at the venue that you're going to, or do you kind of do you try to bring some of your own refs with you that you know that you've trained or whatever you know that kind of thing? No, so no, we we don't use the refs at the venue. We actually we hand pick them, mm. and uh, so that's what we're doing SoCal right now. Like like Hannah is like uh, we brought her in, and we brought we have I think we have around six or seven refs that have come in, and like we're doing all these uh, like scrim days. Like they're like you know just get to know the format days, and we're bringing yeah. the refs the same refs in. Like okay. Guys, let's come together. This is what you're looking for. You're looking, you know, if you're on the, you know, the back corner, you're looking at, you have to, you know, look down the lanes. You have to watch. And then you you're call out. We have, we have walkie talkies and up and we have I actually got them shields for the guys on the corner. <laughs> um, I'm like, get in there, man. Here's the That's shield. That's funny. Get into those lanes and watch. Yeah. You know? And yeah, that so we, put together like squads like uh like socal we're building a, a ref squad right now which is they're okay. doing really well and uh we had a we had you know in for the year it was like we had a pool of uh refs that we used. and yeah definitely not we're not grabbing the guys who work there you know that are doing the walk-off they a yeah. lot of them a lot of the guys that we we um pick up or actual actual players like speed soft players sure. or paintball players gotcha. and um but yeah we try our hardest to get qualified refs that yeah. have that i know will have the eye to like watch this stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah we try really hard but even then the best refs it's they're still not gonna catch everything you're gonna catch like oh no realistically a ref He's going to catch maybe, if he's lucky, maybe 15%. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's, oh my God, I, you know, I've actually went out there and I was refing too a, a couple of And I'm like, woo, this is like insane, <laughs> dude. I'm like, I'm watching. Like where, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's difficult to see anyway. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the, the BBs are flying fast as hell. Yep, and you don't see a splatter. You don't see a you know. So if it bounces off and you blink, yeah, just we're, blinking, maybe it hit him right on the shoulder, or maybe it went past. You don't know. Like I, you know, it's totally understandable. I mean, anything with there's always human error. Always, oh, uh, going to be massive with, human error. And yeah. So even professional football refs, they're everywhere on the field. They miss things sometimes on purpose because the games are rigged. It's okay. But, uh, but you know, the <laughs> airsoft they're um, it's super hard to see, man. I mean, it's gotta be, but you know, I wonder if it would be uh, beneficial for uh, there to be a, uh, a separate kind of, you know, like you get, like you guys, right? You guys are event hosts or event production company or whatever. Uh, just like Third Coast Airsoft out here, in, you know, around this area in South Carolina, they do a lot of, um, you know, big events, uh, Milsim, three day Milsims and stuff, American Milsim, all these big, big companies. I wonder if it'd be um, worth it for 
or, or I think what needs to happen for these tournaments to kind of get to the next level in this uh, in the speed soft kind of arena is uh, is having a company that just trains airsoft refs. You know what I mean? Oh, you know and what? And then Ubers them out. Okay, kind of like Uber. Like you go on the app, you pick a rep. Hey, uh, I'm going to host an event in this area at this field. I need three refs that have this quality rating or whatever, you know, like standard rating or whatever, you know, like uh, based on their experience, like years of experience, and also how many games they've refed, how good they've done, and their ratings from the field owners. I don't know, you know, something, something like that where you guys would have an option. Well, here's the hard thing. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the hard thing is it costs money to. You know, I know. I, I pay I for. Know. I make sure every person that works for me they get paid. I have no yeah. volunteers on my staff because that's good, dude. I don't want to. I don't want to put people like working. And of course, if they can't, they can't work for free, man. Like it just, you know, it's got to like be refs that look horrible. They're... Yeah, yeah. That's what you know. Yeah, and that, and I, that that actually that's came the up. Problem is like. Uh, who was I talking with? Uh, Frosty, um, Luke, Speedsoft Luke uh, out here in Florida. One of those guys, you know, these guys that uh, I've, ha- I've talked to a handful of Speedsofters, like tournament players, like they're in the NSL, like playing, you know, the NSL tournaments that had just come over here um, to America. Let me turn this off. And, um, and I was asking... Because they made a comment like, hey, a lot of these refs are, are kind of volunteers. You know, a lot of them are, are volunteering. Um, they don't have a good system for uh, – I, I know what he said. He he made a comment about the NSL tournament saying that Kaber uh, was one of the announcers for the um, the one in Shot Zone, uh-huh. and the tournament in Shot Zone. And Kaber made a comment like – Hey, these refs. There needs to be something better. I can't remember what you know exactly what he said, but it's something about the refs are you know not being paid, or they're you know there's no in- oh he said something like there's no incentive for uh for, for to be an airsoft ref, um you know so a lot of these guys he said that when I was talking to Luke he said man I've been to places where I go in and these guys they're like um, man I'm ready to leave you know I I've, I've been here 15 hours. Uh, refing because i've been volunteering and we didn't have anyone to show up today it's like you know those, those kind of things it's a real issue but what the the thing that i brought up with him was the the big thing airsoft is missing i'm not sure i can't you know i don't know about uh, paintball uh paints paintball had a lot more sponsors because it was televised it was you know what it had a lot more popularity but Airsoft, there's hardly any money in, into things like this because the spectators spectators aren't paying for it. Like when we go, you know, my, my wife and I have five kids. Uh, we have three boys and two girls. All of our boys played football. So high school football, we worked to help out. Like we volunteered to help in the concession stand. In the, you know, we rotated on those things, on those groups. And we still paid for our ticket to go to the game. Like even high school football is, you know, low rated as it is, is still, you know, they, the spectators pick up the, the tab for a lot of things that go on, on the field, off the field, uh, equipment, you know, shit like that. And Airsoft does not have that. Airsoft does not have that spectator appeal, like what we're talking about. Let me, let me tell you something. 
don't get fooled by like paintball thinking they have fans because they don't. No, they don't so have spectators like, people, like like that. But no, I they feel don't like have they've been around but longer they, that they have more of a sponsor. Like most of the most of those, well, they have a professional, a lot more professional teams that are sponsored. Like those guys on, uh, you know, the NXL and stuff. They're not paying out of their own pocket to buy a, their are. own jersey. Really? They are. Oh yeah. Not many teams. Okay, there's 20 professional teams. Out of those, okay. probably. Five of them get like full rides and actually get paid to play. A lot of these guys are out of pocket. But They're I mean, like the equipment and uh, oh and yeah, the paint for equipment. No shit. Playing tickets. Yes. Yes. What? It's not Bro. like it's not what you think it is. I thought it was because maybe they've been yeah. around longer. They had some exposure with ESPN years ago. I used no. to watch it. You know, it was like uh, I thought somebody sponsored would pick up some of that stuff. Here's the funny thing. Okay, you you talk about ESPN. So yeah, yeah. Um, so back in yeah 2016, there was a new league coming up at Camp Pendleton. It yeah. was uh, the guy who owned Camp Pendleton. He wanted to start his own professional league. Okay. So um, he tapped me and said, "Hey, John, can you run our webcast?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" So you know, yeah. he, you know, it, it was all his equipment and stuff. But then the thing is, I got to talking to him, and he was part of MPPL back in the okay. day when they were on ESPN. Gotcha. And um, the only See, that's what I yeah that's what I watched. Okay. Yeah. So he was telling me, I'm like, so I'm like, so you know, you're back, you're you know, back then you're part of MPPL. So what the hell happened right. with the webcast? And from what he told me, he was like, oh well, yeah, man, it's just they couldn't film it at that time. Mm-hmm. It was seven on seven. Okay. Oh, <laughs> now you got fourteen okay. guys on the field, and yeah. they're like, we couldn't film it. We can't film it. We don't have enough cameras. We don't know where to point our cameras at. Right. You know what? What you can do, you can, if you do two V2s or one V1s, then we can actually follow these uh-huh. guys. But yeah, yeah. seven on seven, that's 14 guys on the field, and we cannot, we don't understand. That's so true, film. man. And yeah, that's because why, you don't yeah. have a, 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 you don't like football, it has a bigger ball. You can see what's going on, right. see who has it and why everyone's chasing this one guy. Uh, basketball, obviously, you can see who has the ball. Tennis, right. even, right? Go down to even like golf. It's super small. They still zoom in on the ball. You can see where it's going. Right. And plus, it's very pretty. You know, golf courses are beautiful to look at. Uh, ping pong, you can even follow oh, the ball. Uh, yeah, paintball, wow. everyone's hiding. They're shooting. You can see now the best thing about paintball is like the the aftermath or the uh, after videos where they do the yeah. slow-mos of the paint splatter it's so colorful and oh that's cool that's cool for 10 times but then uh to watch the game yeah no shit right you can't really you know, film it the funny thing is is um you know filming on the webcast they only have one highlight moment on each game it's like maybe the guy running down the snake and hitting yeah. the dude in snake two or or maybe someone running you know running in each or or you know bunkering someone but that's about it that's it yeah so that whole like these matches, like just a point a game, would last like, God man, like three, four, five minutes, and it's just yeah. constant. You got two guys, three guys in the back, three bunkers, just laying out the fire, yep. just shooting bunker, and it was just slow. And then they hit one guy on the other side, then they move up a little bit, and it gets really, yeah, it's not really fun to watch. And, so uh, he asked you, he started his own league or whatever, oh, it, and he asked you it, to webcast, yeah, he, and then. Yeah, we if, did the if, webcast, and it it was fine. I mean, 
I wish he would have kept on with it, but he stopped. He only did one, you know, and uh, but yeah, but the takeaway from that, he just talked to me about he sat me down talking about what happened with ESPN and MPP. Yeah, what they and they just they just couldn't. They, they ESPN, same thing. It. it was like, hey, we don't know how to film this because right. it's not there's nothing we can follow. Right. You no, know, that's a that's that's exciting and attractive for people that actually don't play paintball. Like everyone that has played paintball, uh, probably moderately, you know, like a, a, a decent amount, like right. somebody that just played paintball once or twice, didn't really know. Oh, it's they fun. Probably, fun. It, yeah, it's fun, it's but it. they wouldn't even be able to kind of follow. Like if you're, if you're just watching on screen right here, I'm not at yeah. the game. I'm just watching here on TV. Like I know what's happening, but who got hit? Where? Like they can't zoom in fast enough to cover where yeah, the. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's impossible, and that's and that was yeah that was the hardest thing about like a paintball webcast. It's like, dude, who do you keep that camera on? You yeah. know, and who are your who should you be talking about as a commentator? Are you going to talk right. about the guy there or that guy or or is there you know that's true man makes it's so that fast too yeah it's so fast and um, and there's no break football has a play and then it stops and then a play right. and then it stops and you can talk in between baseball there's a pitch and then it stops and a pitch and then it stops it's too uh, fast so, yeah that's true so the thing is for our for our our format it's like it's a total spectacle you can actually see the encroaching you can see him encroaching on that buzzer. You can right. see the sideline coaches losing their fucking minds, like going, "Oh my god, what the fuck? Go over there! Go over there!" <laughs> it's like total. It is like so. You're the the coaches are animated; they're screaming their heads off, right. and you got the team coming in for that buzzer, and then you're seeing some guy trying to go for the buzzer, like, "Oh my god, there's two lanes on that guy! Oh my god!" Bah, 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 bah. It's, you know, lit up at the buzzer, yeah. And you're like, "Ah, he didn't make it," or they're they're, and then it's funny because like you'll see him like. The crowd going, holy shit! Here we go! Here we go! He's running, and then ah, it's 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 really fun to watch. It's super fast paced, so it's all action. It's not Mm -hmm. about like for what I tell our players. Like, look, if you're sitting back, you're losing, man. You got to keep on, always keep on moving. Because if you're not moving, you're losing. Because you can't sit in the corner and just dump paint or BBs. Right. Because they're gonna come up, they're gonna on get you. the buzzer. Oh, you're gonna get the buzzer, and it's funny because I, I talked to some of the players. Is like, oh my god, when I hear that thing go off, the, the yes, you know, and and it's I know it's not us. I start shitting my pants. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> we're fucking losing, dude. And, you know what? Is, it was so off. cool about that process. Is uh, you you know, I've heard of these where you know the tournaments, the speed soft tournaments, where they have the flag in the middle wow. and they have to run for the flag, but. Which is cool too because it gives that same type of thing and the objective or whatever. But there's no climactic kind of thing that happens when somebody grabs a flag. Like, you know, it's uh you don't know. It's quiet. But your yeah. buzzer, oh, like God. everyone's way like don't oh I don't I know where my guys are, or maybe I'm the forward most player and I know I didn't hit it and it goes yeah. off, you're like shit. Oh, you know? yeah. So it it's gotta add some uh some cool effect to the uh to the game. But see, the great thing is, once you hit it, it's not the game's not over. We're still right, going, right? And that's that's the thing. It's like when you grab the flag, it's over. Basically, now do you have a re- what is it? The recording that plays. You said that uh, when a buzzer hits, uh, somebody hits a buzzer, it activates that recording that yeah. announces this yeah, countdown. So, so our our referee, our head ref, has a, a okay. push button RF yeah. uh, remote, 
So gotcha. we have like a little box, a red zone box. We plug into the PA system. So yeah. when they boom, it goes off. And oh, uh, that's cool. so, and then we play and it's kind of cool. So like in between points or in between, uh, you know, when they're setting up, up again, where we're running like punk rock music and it's, it's, it's fun. It's just a fun tournament. And oh, it's cool. just, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool stuff. And the commentary, we always get like, I try and find the most goofy guys I can because it's just, it's supposed to be right. entertaining. It's supposed right. to be entertaining. It's not oh, that's supposed cool. to be, oh, okay, there we go. Off the break. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Look, he's, he's snake one, snake two. Oh, he, oh, oh, there's Brian <laughs> Dorito. And that, go listen to NXL. And it's like, the crazy thing about those guys, it's like they're, they're commentators, you know, they're trying to reach an audience or they're trying to reach new people, but they're talking over their heads. They don't, no uh, one's going to understand unless you're a player. So it's not like, yep. okay, they have to, you know, win this point. If they don't win this point, uh, they're going to lose the match or, or, yeah. you know, oh, this guy has to be over there or they have to like dumb it down. And that's why I love the commentaries we get. They're like so goofy and they're like, Oh my God. Oh shit. <laughs> they're like, they're running for the most. Oh, he got lit up. Oh fuck. <laughs> shit. they're like screaming and shit and right. it's just fun you know and you want to you keep watching it because you don't know what these guys are going to say next or, or what's going to happen but yeah so for me me it's like it's all about like uh my main mission is to get people to watch this stuff mm-hmm. and make a format that people like anyone off the street for spectators yes yeah spectators because that's where the well i want to thank you is. from my it's perspective not about because selling i am a spectator you know, no. <laughs> uh, yes, but yeah. I want to. I've never played airsoft. I've never played airsoft. Uh, oh, yeah, paintball years. No, I I played paintball, and then when my boys started doing this, uh, like I said, I was coming out of being paralyzed. I still, I, I can't. I could go out and play. Um, I walk very slow. You know, whatever. Um, if somebody saw me from the street, and I'm just walking down the street. They just think, oh, he just, you know, like normal. But, uh, but yeah, I don't walk very far. Uh, I definitely can't run um, or jog even. So I haven't gone out and played with these guys because they go to three-day mill sims. And I oh. went to uh, two of them. I went to two of them with them just as press. And uh-huh. I walk – I can walk about a mile total in a couple-hour time span um, before my legs are – basically, I'm going to be crawling. I, I, I won't be able to walk We're for gonna like have to another get tank. five hours. <laughs> So you just hang out. <laughs> yes, that's what um, everyone's suggesting is a wheelchair or, you know, with uh, guns on it. There's actually a guy in the UK called Sign Wheels. I follow him on Instagram. He uh, he was paralyzed with an injury. He was a former um, British Army, I think Special Forces, but I'm not sure. But uh, he got injured and was paralyzed from the waist down. And he's starting to recover now. And, um, but he goes out there in a wheelchair and plays. And uh, oh. so guys are like, hey, you can go out there in this. You could go out there. A, but the best thing would be a technical for sure. Get out there with, uh, you know, one of the machine guns and ride around with that. But, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, so I, as, a, as somebody on the outside of Airsoft looking in, I'm, I'm, I'm always looking for a better way to watch this stuff. Um, you know, besides, like, the uh, more common – popular videos from the YouTubers, you know, Kiki Mustang, his videos are really fun to watch. Uh, 
Swamp Sniper, Novrich, these guys, and then, you know, uh, Airsoft Alphonse, you know, he's in a helicopter with the machine gun, and uh, uh-huh. Dutch, the hooligan, uh, ton, tons of them. But to see a Speedsoft game and to have it be interesting to watch is what I would like to see more of. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, so what you're watching, that was uh, last year, and uh, okay. we didn't have the respawns in there yet. So now gotcha. it's just, yeah, so so we're playing like, you know, watered down at red zone rules. Uh, yeah, so what was our, the first iteration of your zone. game? So it was like, a, uh, the first iteration was what we're doing in SoCal right now with the respawns and the sideline coach. So oh. we didn't, ha- so at NorCal, we didn't have respawns and we didn't have a sideline coach. So they're just, so you didn't have that. You, you just had the buzzer. And that was right. it. And then it was kind of like a reset. Okay, you got the point. Now you go back. Oh, no, 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 no. They got oh. to, well, when they hit the buzzer, they still hear the red zone thing. But if you get oh. shot out, you're out. Oh, oh, gotcha. So okay. there was no respawning. Okay. But uh, we added that in this year because we're like, okay, because we didn't want to like roll everything out at once because it'll yeah. scare people. It's like too much. And um, <laughs> we want to do like incremental, but then after, you know, just doing it for a year, like, oh my God, these guys are ready. And yeah. so we tried it out and they freaking love it. And it's a, you know, here's the funniest thing is, um, so paintball is all about, oh, violence. And, oh yeah, we, we love, love you know, wrecking people and crap like that. <laughs> but when we're doing paintball, yeah, uh, the red zone, they're too afraid to play it. Why? That's a crazy thing, because they said it was too violent. Because it's too <laughs> like there's an objective now in the middle. Somebody's got to get that buzzer, and yeah. they're used to just hanging back and doing this thing behind there. Okay, laying down covering fire. Mm. Yeah. So that's the funny thing is like, like wow, you know the airsofters they fucking love it, and they 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 want right. more of it, and these. And for paintball, it was the a hardcore type. paintballers. Was, yeah, <laughs> only the hardcore of the hardcore paintballers played it. That's why we got yeah. pros and stuff playing it. But the other guys are too scared to play it. That's They're like, wild. "No, it's too violent, too violent, <laughs> man. I, I don't want to play that." I'm like, are "You guys are, are you serious?" And what? that's what I was like, I freaked out when I thought I thought the airsofters were going to go, "Oh, it's too violent," but they're like, "Oh no, this is sick," you know. And then <laughs> and we got paintballers thinking that they're like tough shit, you know, and they're just chicken of it. They're right. like scared to play it, and it's it's so funny. I, I I laugh about that sometimes when I watch, like you know, or watching our events. I'm like, dude, know, I'm bringing out, I'm bringing out. I think the most teams we had uh, at an event we did like eighteen. We had like 18 teams and damn, um, but yeah, it was, it That's was a, a trip. lot. It, it, it is a trip. Cause yeah, I can't believe. Well, look, So anyone watching or listening, if you want to play red zone for airsoft, don't be a little bitch. That's <clears throat> only for, for hey, big you guys, boys and big girls only. Okay. That's it. Dude. Airsofters. I, I, you're a lot tougher than the paintballers. I know and they're, <laughs> they're all the hard. I'm in SoCal. I'm like, uh, bro, right, this is where, the shit hits the fan when it comes to tournament paintball and yeah. airsoft, you know, and um, yeah, the ballers down there, the paintballers couldn't handle the format. It was too. Damn. We're calling you out. Hard. Yeah. I'd call them out all day. They know who I am. For real. Well, see, you can too. Cause you played it. <laughs> oh yeah. You came from that world. Dude. I, yeah. 
yeah, I've part of that <laughs> world. So, but uh, but yeah, it's I I dig it. I still love it, and I God, it's it's just gonna be. I I feel uh, it's gonna just take off because I I feel like airsoft is so cheap to play, you yeah. know, and um. Yeah, once you get your setup, man, the, the, oh, God, so cheap. the BBs yeah. are so cheap compared to paint. <laughs> even uh, even if you have to buy one of those monk guns at twenty two hundred bucks, bro, you're gonna have that gun, and that's all you need, and you're gonna make up that money shooting BBs instead of paint. Because these true. kids, these kids are shooting. God, they'll go to practice at a paintball tournament, like a team paintball team tournament team practicing. They're doing like a hundred bucks a day. Yeah, a day. Yeah, that's and, craziness. And when they do their tournaments, each player up to between three hundred to maybe a thousand dollars to play one event. One Good event. God. And that's uh, insane. the airsofters right now. I don't know what NSL charges, but we're, I'm actually, I should be charging a lot more for what we're doing. Yeah. I I might have to because gas is just kicking my ass. I was going to say, oh dude, God, how, dude. yeah. How? It, no, I kept, I kept our price the same. So here, here's the crazy thing. So BQB, they're running events for a, a buck 25 an event. Gotcha. And that's, uh, I what don't is that like a, how- is that a team cost or a, Per player cost? Like, how does that work? A team. That's a team. Okay. That's a whole team. Gotcha. And, um, you know, I was kind of nervous because we came in. I came in at 225, I think. Yeah. And we're, like, almost double speed QB, but we still flourished up in NorCal. Yeah. But the thing is, it's, like, um, it's crazy. Like, the, the events that we threw, we threw basically, you know, the Red Zone thing. We had, we had our own. I bought my own bunker. So, you know those orange and blue bunkers? I bought that. That was like three thousand dollars. Oh, I'm sure to buy that. Um, Bro, inflatable stuff. Those things are not cheap, man. Especially you know, the ones that are durable. You know, the funny thing is, is it's way cheaper than building one of those wood. Pick- now it is. Now it is. That's for damn sure. I've heard they're just for the materials, like like six grand just for the material, not building it, mm-hmm. just the material. I'm like, why would you even? I would just buy a bunker set for three grand. If it's indoor, it's going to last forever. Cause the, in, so yeah. the, the thing that destroys the bunkers is the UV, the, the sunlight and, and oh. the paint. That's what destroys yeah. the bunkers. But if you're indoors, you Dude, know, it's just like with, with BBs, that should last an all day. Oh yeah. It'll last 10, 20 years, man. You just, right. You don't, I mean, when you do the bunkers, you don't inflate them to like to match. You just bring right. them down maybe at 85%. You're good, man. Those things are going to, yeah. and um, well, listen, bro, your, your prices for, uh, for an, for an event, for a team, you said for a team is 225. It should be for the same, what I did. That is football. not a lot. Oh no. He's got, my boys played, they, they don't do indoor. Okay. They, uh-huh. They've been to an indoor field a couple of times, but they right. like the three day mill sims. These three-day uh, mill sims are freaking 180 to 250 bucks per person. Oh, well, but that's not three for, days. Not for a team. Yeah, yeah that's three days, but still, man. Yeah, it is a lot. Well, actually, I'm, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying oh. it's a lot. You know, I'm not saying it's too much for these event hosts to charge per player because they've got the. You know, these guys like Third Coast, they rent a GTI, 
which is a government training institute down here in Barnwell, South yeah. Carolina. It's a huge AO. I don't know the acreage, but it's giant. Okay. Like they, uh-huh. like SWAT teams use it. FBI uses it for train for real steel training, like all kind of shit like this. Um, and not only that, the third coast, they get a helicopter. Well, they have a little bird in there with a little, you know, with a oh, pilot, wow. like, yeah, it's craziness. Uh, like super, you know, it's a, it's a huge event. It's big, big AO, all kind of shit going on. They got medics around. They got, you know, all kind of stuff. Uh, that they had to pay for. So I'm not saying it's too much for the, their tickets. I'm saying as far right. as Milsim players go, they're used to paying this per person. And uh, I remember when I was talking to uh, Baby Goat uh, a few weeks ago, he um, he was like, you know, it's uh, we charge, you know, it's 500 bucks for the team. And I'm like, that's not that much, bro. Like that, that's two people for these uh, Milsim events when, when we do ours. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, that's uh, when you got it. When you got it, all your expenses in, involved, and especially people don't understand when you're traveling. Uh huh. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and and what are you gonna do if you have to stay overnight? If it's a ten hour drive, you're not gonna drive back after the event. You're gonna be fucking exhausted. Stay in um, really shitty hotel rooms. You stay yeah. in a fucking you know motel six that has a pay by the hour. Or some shit. Who knows? Basically, um, yeah. <laughs> It smells like cat piss when you open the door, okay? Oh, God. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you're right. And then the thing is, yeah, it, I should be, I mean, what I did for PayPal, like with the webcast and everything, we're charging upwards to like 500 to like $800 a team. Gotcha. Which where it should be at, because that's where you get. I was going to say, that sounds normal to me. But that's where you get like the quality refing. Yeah. Because you, you pay everybody. You right. get the quality refing, you know, you get a webcast, you get a really good organization that, you know, scheduling and yeah. everything's like on. But uh but yeah, that's the thing. It, it, a lot of people don't understand it. it's like it costs money to run these events and it's not cheap. And Duh. Uh, and you're not you you can't do it for free. Like this is uh you know, I know it's, I don't know why people are so weirded out about somebody making a profit. Right. But, um, like it's okay, dude. Like we and I said this before on a podcast, like, uh, hey, we all know where we should know. So all airsofters out there, look, especially if you're young, if you just get into it, you don't understand how life works and how the world runs and how business works. Uh, nothing is free. Nothing. Zero. Zero anything is free. And not just monetarily, but just in the universe itself, nothing is free. If you want some heat and you don't have these modern conveniences that we have, you have to go out and do some energy. You have to spend some energy to get some kind of heat for yourself if you're in the cold. Okay, you have to chop down something or break up some sticks. Try to start a fire. You know, by with your hands. Okay, like this is the the universe is just that way. Making a profit to account for your time and resources and wear and tear on your vehicle and your tires are fucking expensive. Okay, and trailer okay. tires. Always bust. All right. Uh, so, you you know, these things are things that people that don't ever start a business, they really don't understand what goes into it. And it's going to yeah. take some education for people to, you know, and it's sometimes people complain about, you know, the these kind of things, but uh, like the cost. And I'm like, bro, you really don't get it. Okay. Like no, if you want these kind care. of events and you want these events to all air want better events. Then it takes money. It I don't. 
That's not a bad Amen. thing. It's not evil. Okay. Not this a- takes money to run it. <laughs> That's what it is. And and like uh, like tell, talking to these uh, airsoft guys, I'm like you guys really don't pay much. Even if you had to pay a hundred bucks a player, you're still making out. Because yeah, you play yeah, like paintball. You you have to pay for your entry, and then you got to pay for your paint, which is mm. ten times as much as your your uh <laughs> your BBs are. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I mean. That's the thing. So we we try hard, and like last year, it was more like I gotta test out our our um, our ranking system and all the systems we have for a whole year and see how they work. And I have to run an event, and basically at the price I did it, it's basically basically break even or lose five dollars mm. every time I did an event, you know. And um, but yeah, we got through it for the first year. Everything worked. All of our systems like stayed up. Everything yeah. works. And right now it's like, yeah, we're trying. So we built, you know, NorCal, they know about us already. So SoCal, that's why this year is more, we're trying to get into SoCal and get them into the program. So then now I, I kind of like doing things slow because I want to make sure they're ready to go Mm. instead of going too fast Gotcha, and then scaring people off. Well, I was just going to ask oh. you if you, you know, you kind of added some different things to your events over the years, what it sounded like. And then, um, your, your, um, are, are, do you have any more plans right now that you, you know, th- ideas that you thought of like, oh, what if we add this in, you know, that, uh, maybe you're thinking about doing, you don't have, if you're, if you do oh. and you don't want to announce it yet, it's fine. I just, you know, I, I know how these things go where you're, as you watch it, as you watch it unfold, you know, these different teams playing and bigger tournaments, uh, especially when you have a lot of people, if you have a real big, a tur- you know, bigger, a tournament tournament, uh, you get, um, you get a better perspective of, Oh, I see what we can do here to change, you know, maybe a timer or, uh, you know, make some adjustments. <laughs> you know what? We made a ton of adjustments last year. Okay. And, um, you know, one of the major adjustments we did is uh, we were following like uh, Speed QB and the other events. Uh, They're doing double elimination, like for mm. the format. And mm-hmm. uh, we did it a couple times. And like, oh, man, it kind of sucked because I'm like, wow. So if you lose twice, you're out. You know, I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks. So they come all the way out to play two Two uh, two matches and they're yeah. gone. And I'm like, we had a team from LA come up to Sacramento mm. or actually, you know, Fairfield and that area. And they played only two matches and they're out. I, oh, shit. It felt so bad. I'm like, yeah, this is crap, dude. I'm like, so I, I'm like, you know, I'm going to go paintball. I, everyone's going to be guaranteed four matches. And mm. uh, yeah, we that was one of the major changes we did. So like everyone got four matches, no matter what. And then huh. uh, we went from there. So we we want to give more back to the players because I right. really did feel bad about like guys going to and out. It kind of sucked. Oh, and, for uh, sure. And oh, and you know what I didn't explain is like so our ranking system. We have well right now we have two levels. There's a amateur A, which is the the top level, and amateur B. So. What we did was like, so at NorCal, we did a bunch of scrim days like we're doing down here in SoCal. Yeah. And then we figured out who were the AMA teams and who were the AMB teams. So like skill-wise, 
Mm-hmm. So we basically split them up. So we had like, you know, MA, I think, let's see. Um, I got to give a shout out to these guys. So our MA division guys up in NorCal yeah. were DVS. Are you Kill looking Stop. at your website? Um, no, I'm looking at this. I made notes. <laughs> so oh, good, good. Yeah, I feel bad because I don't want to. I don't want to mess anybody's name. No, so you go on. Yeah, go on. So our MA guys were DVS, Killshot Mafia, Tater Nader slash Asylum, ROK, Savage, and the Tacos. And then we had an Amateur B division, which were Deviate, their sister team, Cryptic, Grubs, Los Malditos, Deadline Mob, and um, those are the MB teams. So uh, yeah, we so we. Had two divisions the whole year, so it was good because you know, like we don't. I, I, for me, I wanted to be as fair as possible. I, I, I saw a lot of like I can't do open events because it's just like a slaughter. You know, you'll have this yeah. one team and just get you know, right. you know they're not gonna. You know, I, I yep. wanted to have a fighting chance. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, so how do you do the four? Um, how do you guarantee the four matches? So how do you match up, or how does somebody? Uh, you know, how do they get eliminated, I guess, after the four? What do you, you have to lose oh. all four or? Oh, no, no, no. What, what so, do they call it? Um, like a round robin or something where they. Um, oh, so they, what we do is I, I split it up in two divisions and then actually we input it into our system and it creates the round robin for the four four matches. Oh. And uh, so we basically take, depending on how many teams we have, uh, if it's like, say we had 10 teams in each division, uh, the top four We'll make it to uh, to the finals, basically. And then, so, how do you how do you get how do you adjust for uh, to do each game? Does the do the teams get points? Yes. So. Oh, well, okay. So that's how you system, count for. Yeah, the point okay. system is every buzzer hit is like two points. Gotcha. And if you end up shooting out the whole team, they get you get one point. That was last okay. year. Okay. So uh, so they all have win losses and then we go from basically win losses whoever has the best win right. for they're they're on top and then if they're tied then we go to points or total points and then right. uh, you know that's how you so eliminate the tie thing that. right right okay. right exactly. okay or so it guarantees if, that everyone can play four times uh right. and have a chance to kind of get more points or whatever and then uh, or wins, or but at least they had a fun day. Even if they lost all four oh, matches, yeah. at least they got to play four times, four times. instead of You're right. Yeah, no shit, right? Because if right. you travel, and, if you drive six hours, you know, yeah. to a to an event one way, uh, and then the cost of the you know equipment, like all your stuff you have to do for getting to an event and then playing the event, uh, and then you get eliminated in in two, um. Yeah, that would that would be no. so. I I would if I was on the team, I'd be like, okay, we're not doing that one next year because it's too, you know, it's too much cost uh, compared to reward. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's good. You guys are making but, some adjustments yeah. on the fly. Yeah, we those. I think that was the major adjustment we did, and then um, uh, I don't know if we did anything else. Um, no, we kind of. I think we upgraded our our score, our uh, score software and stuff like that. But our okay. uh, our timer. But uh, but yeah, it's so. I how do you say, do man. the? Um, how do you guys or when you guys are done with the whole day, right? Uh huh. Or the whole event, I guess. Uh, 
who goes in and enters all this info in for these uh, player stats? Like, uh, and, and how do you how do you keep track of player stats during the tournament? Like, is there scorekeepers? So yeah, yeah. So we have uh, worksheets. Um, so it's basically a worksheet. So like each each match will have everyone every team member listed on there. Yeah. So what is so um, we have our uh, our corner refs. They go up, up and go. Okay, who's playing this round? Who's playing this game? Okay, they cross out whoever's not playing, and then uh, that's that's on the worksheet. And then if they win, if they they survive, if they survive the uh, match, we uh, have all the live players check in with a uh, with one of the stats guys, and they write down if they survive. So we're uh, last year, I think we we're counting buzzer hits, um, how many games you played, how many games you won and you lost, and your survivability. So if you played a point, did you make it to the end of the point? So we yeah. try to figure out if you're like alive or not. And so that's what we we're tracking last year. And okay. the, the great thing about that is uh, another thing is funny, but I brought over from paintball was um, it was funny because coaches would uh, – Basically, you know, they steal players from everyone. You know, they'll they'll find the good players. <laughs> right. So this actually makes their job a little bit easier because they can go right. on the site and look up the whole team, and they can like pick out the names. Like, oh damn, this guy hit like twenty buzzers. Oh my god, I want this guy next year. Yeah. And it's like it's more like a scouting thing, like a tool. Sure. So, but uh, another thing is, yeah, maybe one day. So what is what is that uh, website? Uh, Do you mind if I rank, bring it up? Oh sure. Uh, rank. Yeah. Sports with a Z dot com. Ranks dot com. Uh, ranked and then sports. S P O R T Z. Oh, ranked sports. Yeah. With a Z. Hopefully it's up. We're we're actually switching servers right now. Hopefully it goes up. Did it go up or is it like? Uh... We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, because our our guy told me like, oh, we're, we're switching servers, man. <laughs> RankedSports.com. R A N K E D Sport and then Sport Z. The... Yeah, 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 it came up. Oh, it came up. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna share it real quick if you don't mind. Ah, go for it. No, you totally. can kind of walk me through the because uh, I think it's really interesting. Uh, some of this stuff. Um. All right, so where so this would be this register here? Yeah, so if you wanted to uh, you know, join in If I want to create a, pr a player profile, I go yeah. here, right? right? Okay. Um and then your ranking system, and then you can go Oh, so that's our next event that's coming up. Yeah. Yeah, that's coming up in uh weeks and then go up. And then uh there should be on the top right or You'll see like a home player team stats, my account shop on the right side. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. You can hit, hopefully it works. Go to, go to stats or actually you can go to players or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Let me see what a uh, stats does here. So, yeah. Okay. So that'll be, those are like the team stats for, uh, we, you know, we didn't get the last one up yet, but those are like from our third event. So they okay. they have their season points, and then they have buzzer hits, concedes. So concede means that they won, they shot everyone else else on the other side, so they get a point. For yeah. It. And uh, 
Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, and then you can go to players. Yep. Oh. Here we go. And so you can look up anyone you want and you can search for them. So if you know their name, you can check them out. Oh, really? Yeah. So who who's somebody you know that I could search? Uh, let's see. Actually. Uh, look up Andy. Oh, what's his last name? Or just hit Andy to see what he comes up with. Okay. When? No, that's not him. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, wait. Let me see. Scroll down. Like a lot of them, uh, go to the sec page down here. Or actually, hold on, right there. What is this? Syndicate Red Zone. Alex. There's Adam Fairbanks. That's uh, oh, uh, a hit, baby goat. Yeah. Oh, get him. Hit him. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Adam. What's up, dude? Hell yeah. Okay. So there's like his stats, and then actually it'll tell you each game they played in. So, and if they won or lost. So if you scroll Bro, down. It's, this is a lot of info. You got to do this for every match, for every player. Whoo. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Let's so see. we're, yeah, it's actually the, the, um, when we input it, it's, it's like really easy. Well, as far as yeah, my, but I'm my saying, just to, you know, that extra step of having to input. Oh yeah. It's, um, it's, it's not, it's, it's intense, I guess, but I mean, it should be done. You know, what I do you, uh, on this site, are you, uh, um, and I'm just asking questions, man. I don't, oh, I don't know, uh, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how any of this stuff, but, uh, so I'm not trying to suggest, Hey, do it better this way or whatever. I'm just, I'm really just asking, but, uh, would it, would you be able to pull this up? Like say somebody that's at the field for these tournaments, one of your guys, uh, had a, you know, one of those tablets, you know, like in the NFL, they got those right. Microsoft tablet things. Uh-huh. Would they be able to do it? Not in real time. You know, they have to enter it. But let's say after each match, you just had a dedicated person just to oh, enter yeah. this stuff. But see, that's um, where the money comes in. Right. Exactly. Yes. That's where the money okay. comes okay. in. Okay. Oh, definitely. You. Yeah, you so can could, do it. It could be done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, okay. it definitely could be done. And what we're working on right now is that QR code system where we, we can actually go, okay, you okay. know, Adam's right there. Okay. We can press like, um, did you, you're, you're alive this match. We hit a live this match and then scan it. Boom. It'll go right on there. Right. Or did you, uh, did you score a buzzer? Boom. You can like scan this code. All right. You scored a buzzer on this match and it'll like go huh. to that certain match. That's a but, good idea. Okay. So I got we're, you. we're still, uh, yeah, we wanted it. We we're basically kind of trying. We're we're like uh, testing the integrity of the site. You know, that's why we did it all on paper. Just wanted to make sure here we're working on. Well, they they the QR code's kind of set up right now, but um, we're waiting. Still to kind of testing. It. Yeah, we're still yeah. kind of testing, but uh, yeah, that's, we, that's we did our we did RF. Uh, did we do RF? I think, but that was a long time ago. That was like three years ago. Mm. RF or QR, but it was just so the, the technology was so lame back. You know, now it's so I was going to say the QR, bad. dude. You can create QR codes now. I I have a. <laughs> we're nobody. Like we're really, literally nobody. Okay, and we have uh, business cards with a QR code on it that somebody p- points their camera at from their phone, 
and it brings up our website automatically. Oh so yeah, you can, it's awesome. You can program those QR codes really simply. Oh yeah, and uh, for like each different uh, thing for your match. So like exactly. your buzzer hit, your respawn, your kill, your whatever. Yeah. And, you and know? that's and that's what we're gonna do. That's that's what oh, the that's, programmer is doing right now. There you go. So That'll streamline it. Yeah, they're working on that. They said it'd be up by uh, by June or something or May. So uh, they're almost done with it. But uh, now, yeah, look, we're looking at Adam. I got to call Adam out here. Okay. Uh, you only had one buzzer hit, bro. Okay, that that is unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. All right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's it's uh the thing is yeah like I said like money is gonna like help us do so much so much cooler things for the people. But, Have you guys yeah. thought about doing a um a uh, not GoFundMe uh what's the uh, startup one uh shit the the start you know all these different startup companies yeah, they right. use um. Yeah, well, I, I don't know why I can't think of it. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about. Have you thought of uh, setting up something like that for you guys to uh, to implement some of these things? I'm thinking about, but you know what we're waiting for? So here's the, here's the thing. Yeah. So we we actually have a huge sponsor coming on board. Well, they're already on board. Okay. But uh, what's happening right now, it, it's actually a new gun that's coming out. Oh. And Has uh, it been announced yet? Sort of, we're they're okay. leaking it, but they want to. They're using us as like the the marketing platform for it. Really, so what they're going to do is they're going to, you know, they're going to send us everywhere. We might be in South Carolina, India, you know, Indianapolis, uh, New York, Florida. They want to send us to all these places with the gun because they like the format. The under they like, wow, it's, yeah, you know, your format's fucking amazing, and we're building it. So it's um. We're building this gun for your format, basically. It's it's basically. How did this come about? Did you because of your connections from the past? Uh, yeah, and webcasting yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's a lot really? of really. It's mainly from like the paintball industry. Like uh, yeah. we saw what I was doing, and then certain people contact me and they're like, "Okay, dude, uh, we're gonna make a paint airsoft gun, and I want you guys. I know you're, you know, they know our track record uh, with with right. paintball. Like, dude." Because, I mean, like I said before, we, we're, we're full media. We have, like, we emphasize on the media right. part. And, and they, they love the format from back in the day. They love the Red Zone format. They know it's watchable. Yeah. And, like, like, we want you to be the league that pushes this gun out. And we well, want not only that, but when, when a company like this, you know, whoever it is, uh, if I was looking at you to try to, you know, push a product or a service or whatever, I'm looking at history obviously, you know, like your resume, you know, and you've got right. a long history in it. You haven't quit. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're adjusting on the fly. Uh, and you keep, you're, you're, you're putting your energy and time and resources into what you're doing. So obviously you believe in it. Okay. Um, and, th- and that's a, those are good combinations of things to have to make something successful, uh, as long as you don't quit. You know what I mean? So it seems like you're very teachable too. Uh, you know, like you're open, right? Oh, um, definitely. You're, not, you're, not, you're, you're going to make some changes. <laughs> oh yeah, I pull the players like all the time. I'm like, yeah, can we? You want to do this? Are you, you okay do with better? 
<laughs> right. Yeah, dude, that is uh that's a good thing, you know, cuz a lot of um, you know, when I was playing paintball years ago, a lot of the uh the field owners um when paintball was kind of like starting to get uh when I was getting out of paintball, it was starting to get a little less popular, you know? Um like early 2000s and stuff. Uh, and, and field owners, like at least the fields that we went to and we didn't go very often, but they were, uh, they were kind of losing business here and there. Uh, it was kind of slowing down a little bit. And a big reason was because they didn't innovate. They had the same setup. They never changed their field. They never changed their uh, game type. They never added that element of, uh, objectives or whatever. They were just some dude standing behind the counter working by themselves. They were like, you know, yep, here you go. You need a mask. You know, it's just like go out there and wait for, you know, 10 more people to come out. Uh, there wasn't excitement about, hey, we're going to do that. You know, it was just, uh, you know, and so they weren't really like adjusting their business model uh, on the fly to accommodate newer players. And right. it sounds like you guys have a good combination of things to uh to bring whatever this gun is out for your guys events you know that's cool yeah so i'm we're gonna go all out so we're gonna do actually we're gonna do two major events in california we're gonna do like a a socal open which is gonna probably be in june or so okay and uh we're gonna probably do one in norcal like a big one and then all the rest are gonna be like uh scrim days and uh stuff out like in the east coast and stuff um, oh shit so we're just waiting for the gun, the the uh, sample to get to us. So they're gonna, you know, we get to test it out and then show it off. But yeah. the amazing thing about this gun, it's 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 all CNC aluminum. Whoa. And the the thing is, is like it's a proprietary. Um, it's not a Polar Star. It's a totally more efficient. It's it's it has a it's patented and everything. It's like a brand new engine. Really, that goes in there. And the craziest thing is. Is uh, this? It's where the first release they're putting out is mechanical, but this mechanical trigger is as fast as a monk gun, as fast as a whoa! Gun. It is gnarly. It is. Whoa! So you're looking, and then it has built-in built-in regulators and on and off. It looks fucking beautiful. <laughs> okay, look, look up. You, you've definitely piqued my interest. Look up Arc on um, on Instagram. Arc Sports, I think. That thing is a wrecker. So the great Okay, thing- so the tank, this is just like a paintball yeah. marker. So yeah, exactly. Screws into the bottom of the pistol grip. Right. Yeah, dude. And Bro. um So wait a minute. That- this whole uh-huh. upper is that lighter colored part, the white or gray part. Uh-huh. And it looks like all one piece. Yeah, so the great thing about this thing, it's super modular. So that, that uh, you know, where it's like honeycombed, uh-huh. that thing comes right off the gun, and you yeah. switch out the bodies. Right. Um, and then you just cool have the trigger is, mechanism and the pistol grip that you can swap between uppers. Right. And see, all of the valving and everything is in the pistol, is in the trigger frame. 
Oh, it's gnarly. It's it's crazy. Dude. The design is crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, because guys want to, they want to customize their shit. They want it to right. look flashy. They want it to look cool. They want to put stickers on it, or they want to have ones they can swap out for tournament play because of the look of it. it has their team colors on it, or for right. other kind of different things, they can just swap that top piece out, and they're uh, they're rolling, and it's still going to shoot the same. They don't have to fuck right. with anything in the inside. And uh, see that little red thing on top of the magwell? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's a hop-up. So it's a, it's a proprietary hop-up. So it uses a nub. And uh, so you dial it in right there. You dial in your hop-up on the fly. Um, another thing, what else do they that's say? That's cool. Oh, yeah, because so- you know what? There's only, there's only a couple guns that I've seen, airsoft guns, that have the hop-up where you can adjust on the fly kind of. Is right. the um, the AK forty sevens? I know they're real common to have them. You know the um, I, I actually don't know what they're called. Uh, I can't. I used to know. I, I don't remember. It's like a little lever, a uh-huh. slider. It's a slider on the. Oh. Uh, it's on the outside uh, oh. of the upper, and so like by your where your left hand would go, um, and you can adjust it as you're shooting. Right. But um, most I of thought, them are not like that. Yeah, like sniper rifles, they'll have it uh-huh. too, right? On the right. Yeah, so this thing, yeah, it's it's pretty. I I'm like amazed. So like a little bit, I think after like six months down the road, after they release it, yeah, uh, they're gonna have the electro electro upgrades in it, so you can actually put an electronic board in there into the mechanical bun. You, it's like compatible. It's a drop in. Yeah. So you can turn it electro if you want with a micro switch. Oh shit! So this thing's uh, it's 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 uh. Yeah, this thing's gonna revolutionize basically Speedsoft. So yeah, the idea in this because you know there's a lot of you know there's a lot of talk of you know them banning uh, replica guns and stuff. You know, like oh yeah, and that's scary. It sucks, but yeah, the one thing that they wanted to do, they're like, look, man, you're we're going to go. We think the Speedsoft is going to be a good avenue to go through because we can make the gun not look like an AR-15. Yep. And that's the big thing is like not making it look like a military weapon so we don't get mm-hmm. it classified as, you know, yeah, replica gun. Because it's not. It's totally, yeah, it has its own design. So, right. Well, I mean, the yeah, and, and this is, you know, this topic has come up especially recently you know, more often, I think, in our podcast, because people are, you know, that's, that's an issue. I mean, they just, uh, not long ago, Zulu 24, the guy from Zulu 24 up in New York months, you know, a few months ago, they passed, New York passed a law that whatever gun, some kind of new gun law that affected them and oh. airsoft in general and, uh, in, in New York. And, you know, this is the, the issue with, um, well, uh, you know, it's never going to stop. I mean, if, if people don't, Okay, so yeah, they, let's say we go to these kind of looking type of guns or whatever uh, that are more paintball-ish. Um, I just heard somebody talking that's uh, on another podcast that's uh, from Australia. And, oh. you know, Australia banned Airsoft years ago completely. Right. And because of the replica thing, well, then they they went to gel blasters. So they have right. gel blasters. They just banned that. No because way! They, yeah, dude, because they don't oh. want any gun related anything we don't want you doing this to shoot anything at anyone so it, it's Whoa. never going to stop like if we don't stand up for our gun rights it's right. not going to stop we just you know south carolina luckily is uh is a very 
gun safe zone okay so um our governor is kind of the the kind of guy that's out there um with videos where he goes to the shooting range um Mm -hmm. you know so it's i i know it's a touchy subject but i always say this you know airsofters most time i don't bring up politics on this on this show but uh the one thing we cannot put our head in the sand about is our gun rights because that will lead to if you love airsoft, if you love playing airsoft, you cannot ignore that. It's just if you're voting for those that uh, are trying to ban guns completely, you are just be ready to get rid of airsoft. Oh, I know. Period. Yeah, hundred percent. Paintball. Everything. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but yeah, this gun looks really cool, man. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, I'm. I got it. It's like you know what? As far as them like. Going from scratch to what they, you know, it's only been like a year and a half or year, year and a half. I think a year and a half. Yeah, about a year and a half, which is actually phenomenal because. uh, Is this the name of the company, Arc? Yeah. I've never heard of them. Yeah, they're not they're not pushing anything out until they get the sample. They're not going to push anything like hardcore out until they the oh, sample shit. ready to go and you know. But they're well, leaking me stuff here and there. Do you know they, the history of these guys? Are these guys like uh, previous like old school paintballers uh, turned airsofters that you know speed soft, kind of like yourself, where you know that this kind of gun is really needed in this? In this oh sport? yeah, it's really. It's no, yeah, because they they see the writing on the walls, but the the, the yeah. smart ones do. And right. um, yeah, there it's. Uh, I can't tell you who the designer is, but yeah, he's been in the business for like thirty years. So wow. and he's, he's he's fucking amazing, dude. So I mean, well, see, what, this is what this is what Speedsoft needs, though, because yeah. So right now, you're you're kind of limited. Like you can have these. I've heard of you know the, the Euro builds, right, right? Is what they're calling them. I, I don't know. I, I only learn from who I'm talking with, what they're telling me. So Euro builds is similar type where they have the tank and stuff uh, that's on, you know, on attached on the gun itself instead of having a line to your back with a tank on your backpack or whatever. But um, this is exactly what it needs because your your options right now, if you don't have one of those Euro builds, your options are green gas pistol, which mm-hmm. are very inconsistent, right? Because of the, you know, depending on the, temperature or whatever right. yeah uh and depending on your magazines and whatever uh the the o-rings and the seal whatever like it just uh it's not a very um consistent shooting system uh mm-hmm. and then co2 is so inconsistent because your first two shots are like dude we had this one not to go off on tangent but we okay. had this one that was uh we got you know we did mystery box uh unboxings okay uh-huh. Uh, and then we did reviews on these guns we got. And that's how we started our channel. That's what we started with. And uh, we got this one. It was a little cheap-ass Mac 11 replica thing. You know, it was a plastic. I mean, it felt like it was going to break if you just, you know, twisted a tiny bit. But we get it out. We we did the review on it. And it was CO2. Put the CO2 thing in. The first, I didn't know shit. Okay, I don't know. Like, this is, brand, you know, this is fairly early on in our channel. Uh, the first shot through the um, the first two shots through the uh, chrono were 510 FPS with point twos. So <laughs> I look at, in fact, it's in you know it's on the video we still have up. It's I looked at my son like what what is going on with this thing? Holy shit! <laughs> um, so I didn't know 
you know, I've never shot a, a CO2 gun. I have BB guns from growing up. They were all the uh, Daisy one pumps, yeah. okay? The Crossman 10 pump. Uh, I never shot a CO2 gun like that. So I didn't know it tapered off that quickly. Uh, you know, it's like there's a maybe five or six rounds in a pistol yeah. that's a CO2 that are pretty consistent. But the first two or three, fucking hot as shit. Uh, the last, you know, three or four, good luck if you can even you know, shoot them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you don't have a lot of options with Speedsoft for yeah. different, you know, consistent type of guns that, uh, without running this line and your tank, like right. that's just, you know, and so this thing coming out is, uh, definitely needed in your guys's, uh, venue. Yeah. So that's, so yeah, we're going to be pushing that like a mother and they're going to mm-hmm. be sending us everywhere to do it. So I'm like, dude, I'm like, yeah, and that's it's gonna be fun. So we're gonna well, go. Well, let me know if they if you have plans to come out here, you know, close to us. I'm in Simpsonville, what, South Carolina. So um, what is the big field out there? Where what, what? Indoor shit, man. Uh, SS Airsoft. That's, that's in. Uh, that's two hours away from me. It's uh in jo- Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's actually Sugar Hill. It's right outside of Atlanta, uh, which is great because you don't have you miss a lot of the traffic, but um. The uh, it's a two-hour drive, but they have big events there. Now they don't have. It's not set up for tournaments. Okay. It's really not set up for tournaments. They got like a car in there, you know, like barricade, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Those kind of things. But that's the. I don't know a lot of fields. That's that's a problem. Um, I know Milsim stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, indoor fields. Um, honestly, I I really don't know down in this area where a tournament-style indoor field is even at yeah i yeah, know i really don't know there's like a new one going up but i forgot where it was it was like a white building <laughs> like inside it looked sick i don't know what is that one by you probably i forgot what the i forgot what it was called though i just yeah thought. um well see we had one airsoft columbia was an indoor field and they had to move um but i don't think they're setting up tournament style layouts i think they're doing like indoor uh like a cqb kind of setup you know with all the the rooms you know like a actual oh, the rooms okay. clear i don't know i don't know how you differentiate the uh what you call these um an actual i guess just cqb field and a speed soft field right so right so the i think there's is like a smaller yeah right yeah that's uh these guys i don't Honestly, I don't know of any around this area that are like Speedsoft setups. Yeah, yeah. it's you know the, the crazy thing is like now CIA uh, Tampa. That's that's like yeah, six or eight hours big. away from me. Oh. That's a big one. <laughs> that's not too bad. Eight hours. Wow, that's crazy. Well, well I mean, like if I made a a weekend of it, because uh, my cousin lives down there, uh, not oh, too far okay. from there, actually, but. Yeah, we're well, we used to, bro. We we grew up. My wife and I are originally from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and um, we drove down here to South Carolina, which is uh-huh. like a ten-hour drive with little kids, right? With five oh. little kids in the minivan. Oh, damn! Shit in their diapers and stuff. Okay, <laughs> uh, we drove down here probably uh, two times a year for fifteen years before we moved down here. We've we lived here fifteen years, and. Um, yeah, we've been married uh, 30 years. We got married in 92. I still had a year left um, in the military. And then uh, 
her parents moved down here 30 years ago because her dad worked for Michelin. And um, so we were visiting down here all the time. And I was like, dude, I love this area. I want to get away from the snow. Um, There was a lot more job opportunities down here than up in, you know, Cleveland, Ohio. So we moved down here 15 years ago. But anyway, long drives uh, with little kids and stuff. It's, you know, it's not terrible. Uh, We're used to it. I don't prefer it. But an AR drive is, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I'm definitely a lot more sore (laughs) when I get out of the car. I definitely hate driving, dude. Because, because I'm older, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Those guys better appreciate it. Cause dude, I hate driving. I do. And I really do. hate. I it, mean, yeah. dude, the worst part is driving through LA. That's the worst mm. part. That's well, Oh man. Coming. It was bad back when oh, I was there, bro. Going, going, going up I five. Oh yeah. No, Mm-mm. I took my wife to, uh, Venice Beach. <laughs> I took my yeah. wife to Venice Beach a couple times. Uh, we went up to Hollywood and stuff like that. And the traffic, even back then, was terrible. Um, but uh, yeah, we, it, we were used to you know that kind of traffic. And then we moved back. When, when we moved down here, it's the traffic is not bad so far. Hopefully, it stays that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. San Diego is getting kind of bad on the. Traffic, I'm sure. I guess it sucks. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah. Uh, Are you rich? I don't from know, there? man. Yeah, you know, born and raised in SoCal, dude. Yeah, dude, in San Diego. Yeah, but so. you have siblings out yeah, there. Yeah, it's that, one of those. That, that, um, yeah, you have, uh, brothers, sisters yeah, that we, know what you're doing with airsoft. Yeah, they know, and uh, they're supportive. Do they laugh at it, it? You know. Do they are they like, oh yeah, you play what do you do again? You play with those plastic guns? What is that? Um God, they used to. Okay. But now they okay. go. But they now they know like, oh yeah, he's a promoter. Oh wow. Gotcha. Okay, he's cool. He has a he's a promoter now. So um but uh yeah, so we're just damn, we're just waiting for that gun to drop and yeah, we're just going to be all over it. So it's, um, Good. yeah. So I think, uh, you, you know, Oh, you know what? In my, one of my new year's resolutions is going to be, um, was I'm going to film a red zone match with, we're going to do like a mock setup to send it to like ESPN, like, oh. uh, just basically like a mock webcast kind of thing to show them what, what it's all about. Hmm. And, uh, we have like adrenaline, uh, the, the new field in LA. They're like, yeah, John, you can do whatever you want, man. Just tell us when you want to do it. Oh, I follow their, uh, um, Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So they're, yeah, they, that field is pretty, yeah. They really put a lot of detail into it and it's really nice. It's like, um, it's pretty cool. (laughs) So it looks like it. They're huge out here in it. In SoCal, like they have like, I don't know how many stores, like four or five stores. Um, they're actually in Dallas right now. They they opened up a store in Dallas, in Texas somewhere. I think Dallas. And, this is uh, uh, adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, adrenaline. So uh, yeah. paintball gateway, adrenaline. They're the same thing. They're so they're getting into airsoft because they see the they see it. They see the light, right. man. And they're like, yeah, it's cheaper. We can get more people playing the game, and, you know. And it's not going to hurt you hardcore financially, you know. And um, right, you're paying what thirty dollars for entry and maybe five dollars in BBs. <laughs> you know, right. imagine if you're a paintball player, a tournament ball player, you're paying 35 an entry and 
if you really want a good practicing, you got to <sighs> shoot at least two cases of paint, which is going to run you from thirty-five to sixty dollars a case. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> that's like and and i'm like you guys got it made man you you can play every tournament in the world every yeah. airsoft tournament in the area and it will not hurt you you know mm-hmm. and that's what i tell them i tell like all our players like yeah play everything you can man you're so lucky have variety right. play that tournament or play that tournament but yeah you can do it um, oh for sure well not only that you know the like you said that, the uh ammo is is uh is way cheaper that's that's the that's the biggest difference for sure is the um is because that's the recurring cost you have oh yeah you know, whatever kind of uh you know system you're using to propel this bb out so if it's air you got to refill your tanks uh that's pretty cheap you know um or if somebody's using AEGs, uh that's you know that that's cheap too you'd buy the batteries now you don't have to do is charge them Right. Um, and you're set, but, um, and then green gas, those cans of gas aren't that, aren't the, they're not that expensive. So all yeah. these different formats, you know, once you get your setup, uh, you're set, man. Like the, the ammo is cheap as shit. Um, and that's important, uh, because when you want to go practice or just yeah. have fun, um, but practice for sure, like tournament play stuff. If you, these guys practice for, I was talking with one guy, um, uh, disturbing the peace. It's a, uh, a team out in, um, in Florida and, uh, they practice every Saturday for six or eight hours. So yeah, dude, that's now they can practice. They don't have to shoot the whole time. You know, they can just practice moves and you know, that kind of shit and call outs or whatever. But the, uh, if you're shooting and you want to practice shooting, it is, it's definitely the best thing for, uh, well, like you said, there's two good things about it. It's cheap ammo and it's not messy. So you don't have to get back in your car covered in this oily, soapy shit. <laughs> Dude, you know, what? that's the funniest thing. So uh, I did my last event before COVID hit and, um, you know, I'm just, you know, when you're, when you're taking apart like your system and you have to take, so we had, we even had, we had our own bunk for paintball so we had yeah. to like stuff oh my god your neck is like filled with like paint and you're like <laughs> the dirt and it's just like all caked on you you know and um it was funny i was i'm in a band and it was funny we we're getting interviewed by a radio station that day and i'm driving home and then my band member you gotta come man fuck you you gotta come like dude i am like nasty dude i don't even want to like i just want to go home and take a shower yeah and i don't and then they're just like you better come i'm gonna kick your ass like i'm like oh fuck you man so i go and i'm like oh great so i took like a freaking well i hate to say it they call it a whore's bath so where i'm like (laughs) grabbing like freaking water bottles and like yes shit off of me and of course and then i you know and and the gross thing is like i had a clean t-shirt but Putting on a clean T-shirt and you're like fucking filthy under. It's yep. like nasty. So I stuck that you get, on you and I sat at it. the interview. I'm like, oh god. I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. I'm like, nobody, nobody notices. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just. I was like, god damn it, you guys. Yeah. It, it was disgusting. And like, yeah, it is. You see, at SC Village is especially gross for paintball because um, there's cows. 
<laughs> like in the vicinity. So there's what? flies everywhere in the summer oh, when it's hot. Oh my god, it's disgusting. So on top of that, I you know you got flies all over your neck, and it's like it's disgusting. So yeah, paintball. <laughs> They're dude, filming like so many cameras. <laughs> Yeah, really? I lost so many cameras like uh, for our webcast because, you know, you get, they get shot, shot and we have, but the paint get into like bodies of my camera would disintegrate and I'd have to, I think I've lost like maybe three webcast cameras because it's like paintball and it's, oh my God, it's just like, damn it. And we, so you'd lose like the webcast took a brunt of the damage because we would get shot here and there and it'd like soak in and mm. ruin the electronics. And it's like, it was always like a $150 damage fee, you know, that I'd have Jesus. to like reinvest into buying shit every, after every event, which sucks. Oh, hell no. So, so with no, Airsoft, shit's clean. Yeah, it's clean. I know these guys get, you know, they'll, sometimes they'll get the, um, their, uh, the camera case, like the GoPro case, whatever, get cracked, uh, shit like that. But, cases aren't that expensive um and it's not every time you know what i mean uh so it's you know it's it's not bad but yeah it's it's way it's, it's way dirty, less dude. mess it's way less mess um you know that's that's I mean, good now have you now have you thought about you said you wanted to make a like a short film kind of thing to uh send to espn for your game type whatever now are you guys thinking about doing um uh pov right views uh from your refs from some of the players on the field and i wonder if uh i don't know if anyone's implemented it yet i'm just at you know i'm just like i said i'm just asking questions but um putting uh some kind of camera on uh barriers certain barriers throughout the field so you get a view of a player running up to that barrier you know those little tiny cams they have, dude. I got this action cam a couple years uh-huh. ago. It's very difficult to use. It's not user friendly. Okay, you have to hook it to like an app on my phone, which is fine. It's a little slow, but um, the controls on the camera itself are really basic. But uh-huh. once you put the memory card in, it's charged up. You just press this one button, and it, ha- it comes with a little tiny, you know, protective case. And it's lit. I think it's one inch by one inch square. I can stick uh-huh. this fucker yeah, anywhere. Does. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you guys thought about doing uh, or trying to do, you know, trying yeah. to get different angles, maybe a drone? I don't know if a drone would work inside. I don't, I'm not sure. Well, see, what I wanted to do for the ESPN video, because usually we do it live. And the, the problem with live oh, is yeah. like uh, getting transmitters and everything that are like yeah. good enough with low latency. And the thing yep. is, it's, it's, um, I don't know how good the technology is now. I have to go check out more, but I do have a wireless one, a wireless yeah. system that we use, but okay. it's, um, it gets, it, it gets complicated. And, sure. uh, Oh, for sure. Um, what I want to do is, yeah. So what I was going to say, I was going to do, you know, this, you know, the webcast setup we have, but I'm going to add in, uh, like POV footage of their barrel cams shooting. So the, the trick that I have to like figure out is the lighting. It's the lighting and yep. the lighting is like key. So I can have it dim enough that you can see the tracers, tracers in the camera, but light enough so we can, you know, see what's going on on the field. So yeah. I have to like, I'm like testing with, uh, I have like par can, you know, can lights for like, uh, you know, stage lighting. So 
So I'm working with that to see yeah. the best lighting to use for the cameras. Yeah, but uh, but that's that. the thing. If if you can, if I can make it work, which I think I can, dude, that's the best part. Because like, if you can have a shot, like a top down shot, and you see this guy shooting at this guy across the field, and you see their bullets going right. towards them, right? That that that's bonus. what you want to see. And if you can see. Yeah, you want to see if you see a crossfire of some guys yes. coming in for the buzzer, and exactly. you see these lanes coming in, dude. That's money right there. Well, so, we need brighter. We need brighter. Uh, we need brighter BBs, right? Right. So, right. You know, have you seen the? Um, have you heard of a uh, Blue Mag? Blue Mag Airsoft. So no. He, do they do that bigger? They, they make they BBs, BBs or they sell BBs, and they do. Uh-huh. Uh, they do blue tracers and they do red uh-huh. tracers. Red tracers okay. are really popular because. They're really bright and easy to see, you know, a lot better to see than the greens or whatever, like the typical ones. But, um, yeah, check them out. Blue mag. I had, uh, Austin is the, uh, the, the guy that started the company and, um, he's actually got a really aggressive business plan to make BBs here in America, which has never been done before. So they came out with the first prototype not long ago. And uh, so they're working towards that, but the the oh. red tracers are becoming really popular because of the visibility. Nice, you know. I got to try some then. I'll I'll definitely mm-hmm. buy some from them. But yeah, I see. That's the thing. It's like if we can, if I can capture that and capture right. where these where they're shooting at, dude. Hmm. That's what. And plus the format, and it's just gonna make it so much wall. So does way the, watchable, you know. Does the um. The color of your barriers, the color of your inflatables, does that go into play with um, trying to see the BBs? Like if you're going to try to make a video of the barrel cams, you know, scope cam kind of thing, uh, yeah. you know, following the BB. If um, Yeah, because I'm trying to think what um, most – well, I guess I've, I've seen – so Shot Zone in Indianapolis – or uh-huh. shot zone indie, they um they have the indoor field like tournament style setup with those inflatable. Okay. It looks like a paintball right. field inside with the turf. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. So it's really bright, and all the inflatables are white. And I'm going. Mm-hmm. I asked uh, the first time I heard about this or saw it was with uh, Pumba, is his nickname, and I said um he was telling me about it, and I said, whoa, this place looks really bright and white. What you know these. These uh, they're really lit up compared to most indoor fields I've seen videos of. Right, they're right. always dark, and um, and I said, oh, maybe they're they maybe the these indoor fields like to keep them a little darker because you can see the tracers, you know, a lot easier. And he said, yeah, that was one of the issues when the first time he went to the shot zone was uh, being able to see the BB like where I was shooting, where I was hitting, because everything the it was really bright, brightly lit, and also the the barriers were white. And uh, I said, well, what'd you do? He's like, well, we just had to kind of adjust where we were shooting. So, you know, um, so yeah, that's got to be that, an issue to overcome. Yeah. The thing is, is like the, when they have their walls blacked out, that would help out. That helps out a lot too. Oh, so, he did uh, say that. that. You know, okay. has like a backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I wouldn't use white bunkers. I mean, we ours is orange and uh, like a royal blue, which I is that. fine. I think you can yeah. still see that. But um, but you wouldn't want to go with black bunkers. Then you can't. You won't be able to see them. So yeah, um, true. yeah. I gotta play around with that because uh, uh-huh. that's the thing. It's 
it's it's more the lighting thing and uh, getting the right lighting and making it, you know, watchable for someone. You know, if we right. can film it, so it's, you're, it's all about capturing it on the camera. So right, and also you're so you're you're setting up this match. The thing is, you're doing everything. Okay, so you're trying to come up with the ideas for every aspect of it. So right. the gameplay, the tournament, you know, the mode for players to have fun and enjoy. Uh, and teams, and then uh, also, how can I film this, or how can this be filmed for spectators to enjoy watching it? Uh, that's a big feat because, like you said, you know, as we're talking about, it, you know, you have different little things that most people wouldn't think about. I didn't, I certainly didn't, you know, uh, when I first started talking about this stuff. Like, uh, well, I can't see my BB when I'm shooting. It might look good for filming. Because I can see where the players are because it's well lit and, you know, it's bright, whatever. But the players are going, man, I can't see where I'm shooting. Uh, yeah, the different little things that come up as you're. Yeah. It's it's tricky, you know. Uh-huh. Lighting going to be pure drama. I'm going to have. So I'm actually going to recruit some of my uh, psychotic paintball players I used to play in this, <laughs> for the for the video because they're just freaking nuts. And it's, there you it's, go. it's funny, you know, these guys, just their characters. They're total characters, and <laughs> and the the sign line coaching guys. It's like, God, you know what? It's it's kind of like airsoft meets uh, fucking WWE, man. It's just that smackdown. Oh shit! Or like a wipeout. Because yeah, because it's funny. Because like you know, we have our we had a guy when we're doing uh, our big productions with this paintball. We had yeah. like a on the on the field cam guy. They walk up to the teams like, and he says, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" and and they're like, yeah, we're going to fucking kill those motherfuckers. And it's just crazy, you know? And, and they're just fucking nuts. And it was fun. And you see the sideline because you film those guys. And they're just yeah. fucking pulling their out. There what you the go. What the fuck did you do? And they're just like, <laughs> go there, go there now. And it's just nuts. I mean, it's utter. When it's done correctly, oh, my God. It's like, it's uh, you don't know who to watch. You know? The coaches are freaking going nuts, and then you they go back to the respawn area where they're gearing up for the next point. They're all fucking yelling at each other. What the fuck? How did you fucking do that? Blah blah blah. You get your ass over there, and it's just it was like it was it's 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 yeah it's like fucking WWE wrestling meets airsoft. Oh, airsoft that's cool. Speed I like that. But that, I like that. But but that's what would keep people interested in it. For and then sure. the commentator. The commentators just going ah shit like these guys. Oh my That's god, a here great, they go. No, this is this. a great idea because you you know instead of focusing more on uh, getting the spectator to be able to see somebody shooting and some you know like the whole game or whatever, uh, focus more on that kind of stuff because that that is really difficult to capture. You know, somebody shooting yeah. whether they hit somebody or hit the barrier. You know, this and and then sometimes you know the the um, that first person uh, view, some people don't like watching that for very long because they get motion sickness, you know? Right. Uh, I remember years ago, uh, this uh, movie came out called um, Hardcore Henry. I don't know if you ever saw it. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I've seen parts You remember of that? It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was the first movie ever, and the only, I think the only movie ever, to uh, come out full length from, very, from the very start to the very end was uh, 100% first person view like there was a gopro like you were seen through his eyes and uh for every action scene for when he's tumbling and when he's falling like it was 
and there was a lot. Now I didn't get motion sickness, but um, a lot of people do. I I think that was the big you know thing about it. But yeah, people you know spectating your your events. Um, if you go more and focus on the characters, and uh, instead of just you know these professional teams shooting each other, right? You add in a lot of fun aspects to it uh, because I mean you, the events you're throwing are for they really are for excitement for fun you know it's who's gonna get the buzzer who got the buzzer you know <laughs> oh god hey, oh bro, god and gotta, then oh. listen i'm gonna tell you what you gotta do okay you gotta incorporate get one of your tech guys or maybe yourself you know put in instead of a buzzer sound when they hit it it does like uh the uh arnold you know yell or something you know or uh, Rambo, you know, I mean, uh, Rocky, Adrian, you know, like something funny. Get to the chopper. Uh, shit like that. <laughs> but, but yeah, so you understand. It's like, so right now, what I have is I have a format that's watchable. Yeah. I can do a webcast, so I'm, I'm good, you know. Right, you know how to sell it webcast. up. I can film that stuff. But mm-hmm. succeed, anything to succeed is, it has to be entertaining to everyone. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's where a lot of people, that's where they miss the point. You know, they're mm. so, they're so hell bent on like, well, I have the most rules and blah, blah, blah. But then you get lost in that, you know, oh, definitely. you don't want something so hard that no one yeah. can fucking understand it. Even the players, you <laughs> uh-huh. want something that's like, okay, shit, dude, there's a fucking buzzer in the middle. Hit that fucker. You get two points. Okay. That's if they it. Shoot all your asses out. You get another point. Um, yep. Okay, cool. All right, you play three games in a match. You stay in the same place. You hit the buzzer. Your boys come back in. Simple stuff. That's what yes. you have to like connect with the mass, you know, audience because you want them. You want some passerby walk by and go, "What the fuck's going on there? Oh, that looks crazy." <laughs> oh, and they they instantly understand what's going on, you know. Right. But if there's too many rules, it gets it gets all bogged down. It's like oh, so. I don't get it. How did that guy's okay? Why did they get a penalty? Yeah, and that's it. Like our penalties are basically pretty, pretty standard paintball stuff. It's like you overshoot, boom, you get a penalty. Mm-hmm. You you fucking play on, you get a penalty. You know, you get off the gate, your, your guns on again, you run off, there's a penalty. But it's yeah. pretty, it's, it's pretty basic stuff that everyone can basically understand. You know, like exactly. okay, well. That guy got pulled because he wasn't even, he didn't even get to the gate. Or that guy got pulled because, dude, he got shit and he was going like this and he wouldn't get out. <laughs> and he kept on shooting again. Pull him out or spinning. You know, the guy gets shot in the back and he gets mad. He goes back and shoots like that. It's like uh, basic, like, you know, basic rules that people can, you know, they can yeah, gravitate to. A spectator easy. that has no clue and, about the rules, they can yeah. watch it and go, yeah, I understand what's going on. The basics. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you have to have a, a fucking huge rule book just to understand what the fuck's going on, no Bro. one, they're going to go, ah, bye-bye. See you that's later. That's boring. That's Bye boring out, anyway. Yeah, that's not really But you know, but video, think about every video. Right. Like, it's weird. I put out like a 10-second video. That gets like a, way more hits than something I put out that's like two minutes or something you know because you got to catch them like on the first three seconds you know for sure but also that's that's part of the uh if you're putting it out on uh either tiktok or instagram reels or youtube shorts 
all those three things are getting pushed. So uh, it's hard to tell whether or not it's a good video. Um, you know, like, oh, yeah, this this is what works uh, because they're getting pushed all heavily right now. And YouTube and Instagram are trying to and Facebook are trying to catch up to TikTok because they're, uh-huh. uh, you know, they 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 blew up. They blew past them with the algorithm man. They, the algo like, yeah, just so it is difficult to tell with that. But, yeah, definitely the shorter videos that capture you right away. Most people like, I agree. And I do too, you know? Yeah. I mean, okay. Would you, would you, I mean, would you want to see two guys commentating, talking shit and having fun? Or do you want a guy like really stiff and just, Oh yeah. No, no, no. You know, and that's fun the thing. All day. It's like entertainment. Fun all day. Fun all it's day. all entertainment. And that's the thing that like, um, God, I, I always bring back the paintball, but that's the thing. It's like they had the, the formula right in front of them. Yeah. It's like football, baseball, yeah. basketball, any sport. It's like, what are they what are they trying to get? They're trying yeah. to get some spectators. You know why? Because spectators become fans. Fans buy t-shirts, yep. fans buy bunker stickers. And mug, that's what runs the whole flag, thing. Yes. Tickets to watch the games. Yes. And paintball is still at the point where the only money they're making is off the player. It's bad, bad business model. So that <laughs> it's horrible. Whoever's running the, you know, I mean, that whole that, thing, they had years and years and they had us, they had us. Okay. We already, we, you were already on ESPN three when I was, you know, playing paintball. Like it, I, I was interested in it. It was, I would try to show my wife, you know, like, Hey, watch this. She's like, eh, you know, because they never <laughs> changed. They never tried to implement some type of thing. It's, you know, they didn't find the balance between, Hey, we want to make these really cool tournaments for the players that really like to play this kind of, uh, you know, competition type of setup. Uh, but also it's fun to watch. It, it's not. Um, it's so they really, they really missed the boat, bro. Cause they had, here's the thing. So, so I was talking about this with, um, somebody like six months ago, they said, do you think airsoft will ever be televised? And I was like, no, not on mainstream. Because it's missing one major factor. Well, a couple, but some of the stuff we talked about tonight. But one thing for sure is uh, the colors, right? It's missing the vibrant colors. Now, indoor play. Now, this is, I got to tell you, this is before, when I said this stuff, this is before I started following a lot of uh, Speedsoft stuff indoor, you know. Okay. With your guys' stuff that, you know, uh, that have these, uh, that kind of added that color element into the um, in, into the gameplay. But you look at sports like uh, golf, okay? If you, don't, if you don't have action to capture somebody, you got to have something else visual, you know, some kind of visually attractive thing to, uh, to make me want to watch this thing. So golf is very... Like, I don't like watching golf, but I'll have it on in the background on one of our TVs in our house when we have a big party, because if there's nothing else, you know, interesting on, because it's a, it's kind of a cool visual, you know, it's aesthetically pleasing, right? You've got this, golf right. greens are fucking beautiful, bro. Um, and you can mute it. You don't have to listen to it. You can mute it. You can just have it on the background. It's kind of like this wallpaper that's moving, right? That's active. Um, mm-hmm. so you have to have some kind of element that brings me, that captures my view. Uh, right. 
Paintball had it, and they lost it uh, because they didn't change. Airsoft, uh, they're starting to get there now. But like I said, when I was looking up indoor fields before, when I first started, it was all dark. Uh And all you saw, you could barely see the player. And you didn't know who each player was because they all had die masks on. And the fields, most indoor fields, didn't spend the money to make their indoor field look better. So, like, to be aesthetically pleasing. So they had two-by-fours and plywood and pallets. And I'm like... Bro, this is fucking boring. Like garbage <laughs> land. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's um yeah, so if if uh if we can get if you guys can get this combination of visually aesthetic, you know, or aesthetically pleasing kind of something to capture my view and also fun characters that are announcing or, you know, do the on the field kind of you know, somebody gets out, and you have somebody over there interview. You know, like a wipeout, or um, I think it's wipeout. What? Anyway, some of these kind of, uh, you know, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they have somebody the falls in the water, and they come out and they interview them right there, right? They're yeah. out of breath. They're like, ah. Oh. So you have somebody over here interviewing. You cut to that camera, and you're interviewing the guy that just got shot out. And then uh, as he's talking, the buzzer gets hit from his team, and he's like, oh, I gotta go. You know, and he gets back on the field. You know, like ex- just constantly exciting and movement. That'd be, uh, that'd be, you know, you can do yeah. it. You can and do that, it. And that's the thing, man. It, it's, it's, it's just. It has to be like my whole thing. It has to be entertaining. That's the only. And airsoft can make it. It can do it. I think and so. It's just, it's, I think so. The, the, it can do it because, dude, it, uh, man, it's just, it's there. And the great thing is the field. It's great that we shrunk the field. So I'm, I'm, for paintball, we're at 150 by 125. Right. Fucking huge field. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's like to cover that field is like it's insane. And right. we shrunk it down to our our normal field that we wish we could have is 50 by 60. That's gotcha. oh 50 50 no 60 by 100. That's the optimum field if we could have. Gotcha. But you 60 know wide we have to make twos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. And you know, we we don't really get it all the time, of course, but uh we make do. We you know, we shrink the the uh layout down. Okay. To make it work. But um but yeah, in airsoft, like competitive airsoft that we're doing, half the price that paintball is. Because see, basically we're we're at twenty three bunkers that we use and paintball is fifty five bunkers Damn. and that is like uh, a okay. set of bunkers a set of bunkers for paintball is like runs from depending if you get a deal six thousand to eight thousand dollars and a lot of these fields are outdoors so what happens they get all jacked up in the sun or they they get lazy and it right it's really hard maintenance on those because i'm sure to, to just put them to put them away it's a lot of work. I mean, yeah. you got to water them down, get all the paint off, and then put them away, and then bring them back out. So most of the fields just leave them out. But you got to understand, you're you're basically leaving a used car out in the weather. Yep. And by a year's time, those bunkers are done. So now you got to buy another eight thousand dollar field. That's and that's a heavy that's expense it. for and a business. It's like, 
Yeah, very heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, for a lot for, of these. Oh, uh, eight grand every year. Like, Jesus. Yeah, God. every year. Uh, That's no. a lot. I mean, yeah. we have paintball fields here, like, like struggling, man. They they mm-hmm. probably get, okay, maybe 40 people a weekend or maybe maybe 100, wow. but even 100 is not enough. You're looking no. at some of the, the bigger ones, like SC Village, they, they're running – God damn, I think five to six hundred a day. And uh you're looking Saturday and Sunday, Ooh. you're like a thousand people go through that place. A thousand times wow. probably the average player, like the walk on players are like maybe fifty dollars. Right. And uh yeah, so you're looking at like, you know, sometimes more than a thousand. I mean Holy on the summer shit. months are they're they're rolling like sometimes a thousand players a day for right. Saturday and Sunday. So two thousand times forty five fifty dollars, Jesus Christ, you know. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, it's like so for airsoft, like you know, the paintball bunkers. Yeah, like a field that's only getting maybe forty fifty a day. Uh-huh. Dude, it hurts them, man. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, yeah, but they yeah, they really did. They really missed the boat. Um, I think what you got going on right now, from what I'm hearing and what I've seen, is. Uh, I think that's the way, man. I think that's the way. I think you've got a really good system for um, kind of moving this towards getting uh, televised. You know, the goal is not to get televised. The goal, uh, in my opinion, you know, and, and I'm nobody, but, you know, a spectator, is to get it a little more mainstream because right. we we want more people to hear about it, know about it, get involved, and that and that's how it grows. Right. Uh, and when it grows, like we don't, it's not the fact of, oh, we just want more people, period. It's that w- more people equals more opportunities to expand what you're doing, right? What right. you're doing, these ideas you have, um, you know, like I said, the, you know, in the beginning, you know, money drives this stuff um, for innovation, for all kind of cool ideas you want to do uh, for events. Uh, you want to add some elements into your into your tournaments um that's going to take some energy some (laughs) effort and some money you know and supplies and that you know the thing things aren't free so see the crazy thing is i've only been doing speed like the airsoft thing for about a year and a half Mm -hmm. and uh that's the thing is like for me it's you know what yeah, like I said before, it's not about how fast you go because if you go too fast, mm-hmm. you can stumble and f yeah. up and piss everyone off. Yeah, but if you like take it slow and you you basically get it ingrained in the community and they see the format, they go, "Oh my god, that looks really fun! I want to try it." They can come right. out and play an event that's it's not like a tournament and try to experience it, you know. And then it grows because like we had like the night crawlers, uh, you know, yeah. um, and goon squad. And uh, they're like primarily like um, they have a Milsim division, and the Milsim guys came out and played it, and they had a blast. Nice. And that's the great thing is like the crossover is great. Right. I'm like going, look, man. Hey, we're we're all the same. We're shooting BBs. Sure. We're all shooting BBs. Like you yeah. can play every format on there. You know, you don't have to be, oh, you know, sure. guarded and like, oh, I, I don't, I don't like that. Blah blah blah. I, I just play this, but. It's great to see like the Nightcrawlers <laughs> and like Goon Squad. They came. They brought their they brought their Milson players out. Yeah, and they I like like that. Uh, I just put a released a video of uh, an interview I did with one of the Nightcrawler guys, 
And he was like Milsim, dude. That was the first time. Yeah, um, that was the first time fact, he's I think ever I followed done that. that guy. Yeah, uh, the guy. Yeah, you were and just that was the first to. time he's ever done something. Yeah, yeah. And dude, oh, they so you, loved it. Did you that, do that video? Did you huh? edit that video? Yeah, I did that video. Dude, yeah. that's awesome. Yes, I love it. Yeah, because you you Thanks. asked him certain things, and you had the little uh, you know tag come up. Uh, you know, kind of fade in the the text saying right. what you know category of thing you were asking him or whatever. Uh, yeah, it was great, dude. Yeah, I yeah. just watched it, that today it, before we got on. But see, the thing is, it it gets into your head. You're like, then you're you're seeing that like respawn. What's oh wow, that's crazy. There's right. a actual speed a speed soft league that actually has a respawn. That's crazy. And yeah. then they look into it more, and then they go, well, shit, I want to try it. But yeah, it's like um, I would be intimidated. Like if it, if the only way I could try this event is to actually play a tournament, and that's scary because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want. Right. They're scared to play tournament because like, right. dude, I'm not good enough to play a tournament. But exactly, how much? How how well, somebody try that, it? But the other thing is, like you said earlier, uh, people think, okay, tournament. Oh, what if we get eliminated? I spend X amount to enter this tournament, and I only get to play once. Then I'm out. Oh. What what the fuck? Um, yeah. so yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's mainly like right now we are, we're basically coming into SoCal and getting everyone acquainted with what we're doing. And right. once they, you know, we're seeing really good, they, they seem to be like having a great time and, and that's all for me. You know what? The best thing for me, like after an event, I, I, I know it's a great event when someone comes up to me like, thank you, John, for doing this. This is like so fucking awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> and that's that's where I don't care about the money. And it's more I'd rather I want to hear that yeah. than make a shitload of money. Go, oh, I got all this money. It's more like, dude, did you have a good time? You know, did you like what you're doing? And it feels like I accomplished something. I'm like, wow, you know, I did my job, you know, and they, yeah. they got their money's worth and they're happy. So. For me, the greatest joy is like having people like enjoy our events and have a good time at For it. For sure. But yeah, but that thing it, it just grows. So little things here and there, it'll just grow, and then we will look at it and go, "Huh?" Because we're we get likes from everywhere now. It's like mm-hmm. they're everyone's like checking us out. So like I go on my statistics, and more than half are like people who are not part of you know who like the page they're checking right. it out so which is great and so i'm happy so i'm like it's getting yeah. out there but yeah i for this year yeah when everything gets settled with the gun company um yeah we're gonna be pushing super hard so i think um well where we yeah, i was gonna say what um what venue are you guys using for i know you have a link thing on your instagram i'm looking at right now uh so you have a youtube channel Actually, you got yeah. a bunch of stuff on here. Okay, um, where what's the main platform you guys want to kind of use to push out? Where where could somebody find you guys and, and follow your progress and follow uh, updates on your tournaments and on your? Is it mostly Instagram? It's this is dude. Everyone's on Instagram. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Facebook oh. is dead, dude. Facebook is so dead. Oh, dude, um... I don't I don't even get on Facebook. <laughs> I really don't even get on. In fact. I stopped, you know, when you go on Instagram and make a post, if you scroll down like an actual post, you can uh, share it to Facebook. It used to be you could share it to Facebook and Twitter. They just removed Twitter like to, uh, last week. So now it doesn't give me, you know, it doesn't give me that option anymore. 
but you can do it on oh. Facebook. I don't. Uh-huh. I don't even post on fucking Facebook. I have a Facebook page. I don't. Facebook's for old people, bro. Okay, it's for <laughs> old people like myself. Okay, I'm 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 52, but uh, I don't yeah. act old. I don't think old. Uh, I don't consider myself old. So it's for old people that want to connect with their high school friends and sit yeah. there and go, oh, what are they doing? It's just oh, yeah. too just inundated with a bunch of shit that is just not it's it's very confusing the way when they changed it a few years ago um the format of how you scroll through it it's to me it's shit uh, i never use facebook a lot of these uh promoters use only facebook uh-huh. to put out their events because it has an event feature okay really oh yeah wow. dude yeah third coast airsoft i'm not putting them down i'm just bro Everyone's calls, on Instagram, you know, a lot dude, of these that's... can you guys just not just quit using Facebook? Quit making <laughs> me go to a fucked up <laughs> platform to uh view your events, okay? <laughs> yeah, Make a it... website. It's fucking cheap, okay? Make a website and and a lot of these guys do. I'm I'm just making yeah. you know, I'm just making a joke. But um, you know, make a website and put up a page for your events that are really easy to read. Quit using Facebook. Facebook sucks. Okay, uh, it's horrible. But anyway, um, yeah, you guys got uh, yeah. a lot of things on Facebook here. You got your YouTube. Now, do you put a lot of your um, your gameplay videos like from your events? Yeah, all of the most of the match videos are on YouTube, so they're okay. all up on the, we. I post it up on there. Um. So hopefully Dude, you got the red zone rule book on here. Yeah. So you can check out, yeah, check out the rule book. I don't know what, I think that's last year's edition. I have to get the new one out. I don't know yeah, if it the says 2022. Book. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, yeah. people at least have somewhere to go to see and see, this is easy to read. I clicked on it. It came right up. Um, it's very easy to read to see what kind of rules and Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well you definitely you definitely have uh you have the the format down um for that. For the gameplay and putting out information on this stuff. Uh yeah, very good. Yeah, it looks awesome. Thanks, brother. Well Yeah, dude, for real. You I would I would really love to see you if we do one on the East Coast somewhere, you definitely have to come watch it like live. It's nothing oh. It's it's the funnest thing I would you'll love ever to. watch. <laughs> well, I'm just... committed now, bro. Now I'm 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 getting sucked <laughs> in. Okay. So... <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's... Uh, I'm you know I I want to see one over here somewhere where uh you know that's fairly you know close enough for me to drive and and go see it and um and talk about it. Yeah, this is uh very interesting. I did. I, I did get like um. Last year, uh, Shot Zone gave me a shout to see if we can do an event there, but we weren't ready. So, um, I probably, yeah, probably this year, later this year, maybe I'll give him a, you know, call him back and hit him up and uh, probably do one over there. Or That's not um, a bad idea. There's another field, G and G. Have you G&G. heard of G and G? Paintball Park, G and G, G G. Yeah. I think G G. Paint. There's like a new G&E. one up there in that area. Or G E. G and E. Or G, I think it's something like GG something, GG paintball. Oh, okay. But okay. it's crazy. This thing's like uh, like an insanely huge facility. Really? So they're Where's building. In Indy as well? Yeah, it's kind of by Indy, like maybe. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, it's like, like three hours away from there, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I forgot what where it was. Damn it. Um, yeah. But they have, uh, yeah, they they cater to paintball, but they they have like I think four four X-ball fields, <laughs> and then they're doing an indoor turf field, and um, yeah, wow. it's pretty amazing. And they have like this guy just went all out. This field is just. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. they're they're doing like theme park. I mean, they put a shitload of money in there, but they yeah. should. I think they're going to have their indoor facility ready for this year. I think that's what they're saying. But okay. it might be there or at Shot Zone. I'm not sure yet. So I have gotcha. to talk to both of them. And then I was talking. I think I was talking to someone in uh, New Jersey. There's a uh, somewhere in New Jersey, but is it I'm full probably going to Do they have an outdoor field? Do they just put an outdoor field up? Is it full auto? So. Full auto airsoft? Maybe. Yeah, I was talking so to they like had a, a they have a, Well, if you look them up, their store, I actually had the uh, owner uh, on the podcast uh, months ago, uh-huh. John. He, um, so he had a store. He opened up a store and then he had, and then he just recently in the last year or so opened a uh, indoor field. But he had, because the his store is in New York, but he's very close to the New Jersey border. And because the laws, with all this gun stuff, whatever, um, he decided to look for areas in uh, New Jersey to open a field instead of New New York. So his storefront oh, is still in New York, but his you know his uh, field is in um, in New Jersey. So <clears throat> it might be something like that. Could be. Um, I, 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 I know that I there's the-, <laughs> the one big one I've heard of. A lot of people talk about that's a really well set up indoor field is uh, Extreme Airsoft in Rhode Island. Yeah, that's what I heard. I mean, I yeah. might want to give them a call too. Yeah. But yeah, I heard their fields like amazing. They have like uh, observation decks and stuff. Like right. that's awesome. So, and that'd, that'd be, be perfect totally for fit what you guys. Planet. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So that, and then I, uh, I'm going to probably try and talk to like Tampa, like CIA guys. CIA Tampa. But, um, yeah, man. But I'm just yeah. I, right now, yeah, like I said, I'm just waiting for the everything the okay with the the gun company, and then when that goes, sure. then then the rest of my life can move on. <laughs> so well, like, I mean, that, you know, these things, you know, most people don't realize when you guys host these events, when you guys do these things, most airsoft related events, or you know, people that are planning these events or setting these things up, um, you're not making a you know. You're not making money like stay-at-home money, okay? You're not yeah. making an, enough money from these things to uh, to quit your job and just focus on this. So you you are pulled in a lot of different directions, and this is the hobby that became. Oh, now it's a business because yep. I like having fun doing this, and uh, and oh shit, um, <laughs> now we're committed. Uh, you know this. These are it's a very slow process. It really is because you don't have big backers that, you know, dump a a huge ton of money into, um, Hey, let's set out, let's plan your whole year where you can travel here, set up this event, travel here, set up this event. That's not how it works. Um, those are professional sports, but not in, uh, not in airsoft. Um, and so you guys, and I, and I, I love talking to you guys that set these things up because, I really, uh, I love talking to business owners. They have a business owner mindset. They're excited about what they're doing. They're passionate, right? And mm-hmm. uh, and they're and they're always looking for new ways to innovate and kind of bring a better experience 
to their players because that's how they enjoy themselves as well is hey this is a this is a good product or service we put out people liked it and we're going to do more of these and kind of add in some cool you know events or features that you know and that's a that's a big thing so you know the you got the mill sims big companies that put on you know awesome mill sims with all those different military experiences that they can uh you know experience while they're there you've got um the uh, kind of a, a role play right you got role right. play stuff like a balahack uh you know swamp sniper does the balahack uh you know he owns the balahack airsoft um thing in virginia he does the the western He's got the, you know, the old West kind of set up there. He's got a whole town that's a, you know, with a saloon and the old West town set up where he just does a, uh, a full on hundred percent old West event. So you have to have revolvers. You got to have the, you know, all the old Western, you know, get up (laughs) and shit. Um, He does the, it's called revelations. They call it rev the rev event every year. I think it's in November, December. It's a full-on zombie event. They have like 1,200 wow. people there, bro. And it's like, um, you know, it's outdoor and stuff, but they uh, they have all these NPCs. So people that come in, they are not they don't want to play Airsoft. They're not really there for Airsoft. They're there wow. to play as a zombie. Oh, and wow. Cool. Yeah, they're just you know, bystander. <laughs> you know, they're involved in the game in that mode. But so you have all of these uh, role-playing type of things. And now Airsoft, the uh, indoor, the Speedsoft stuff, needs something you know that kind of besides just the cqb where i'm running team deathmatch oh we killed everybody reset oh we killed everybody reset that that's getting old it's getting old okay i know there's still new players that come in and do that but what you guys are doing sounds really exciting i think you have something that um that is going to be for people like myself too that can spectate uh here in the future and um I'm looking that's forward to it, man. That's the yeah. goal. And I think that's, you know, that's going to, that's how airsoft is going to leapfrog over paintball. Yeah, I agree. And, and that's, I mean, it can be done, you know? Oh, and, for sure. Well, they, like I said, they, so, they, they kind of slept, you know, they, they, they just, they're still sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. You got to change, man. You got to change with the times, um, you know, and what people are uh, interested in and what they want. And it seems like uh, you guys are definitely doing that and adding a new kind of element to uh, exciting element to these indoor play. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Well, Uh, man, it's been, uh, it's been great talking with you, dude. Uh, I learned a ton. I did not know that, you were um, that you guys had this kind of gameplay style going on. Uh, I didn't know your background. Like I said, we met through um, through Instagram, through talking with, or, or you know, uh, I saw some of your comments on uh, on, oh, on some Hannah. posts. Yeah, yeah, on <laughs> Hannah. Yeah, um, and uh, I think I found her through Airsoft or Sam, or, uh-huh. or maybe Storm. Um, I can't remember. Probably, yeah. It might have been Storm, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so it's it's kind of like I met you through, you know, I always meet these people right. through this person <laughs> that I talked with. Hey, hey I'm glad, you know, hopefully you know, the message gets out there and, you know, but that's the thing is like, yeah, it's going to get out there little by little, but you know what? When it gets out there, you know, it's going to be real. 
you know. Oh, for sure. So when when it when it really hits hard, when we really go forward, like dude, we like I said, this format's like can eight years old, dude. So I was gonna like, say you geez. you have some experience with it, and, and yeah. you and your refs, and you you've got a plan in place for all these things because you have some experience. It's not yeah. brand new. Um, this is tried and true. You, right? you know how crazy I am. Okay, I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> we ran a paintball I ran a ter- paintball tournament in Cancun how did that come up so we had a we ran a full I, I don't know it was back yeah, 2017 that we I hooked up with some Mexican promoter and they're like hey come down to Cancun and run an event I'm like <laughs> okay let's go you know I'm, I'm all game for anything you know and I'm yeah. like let's go so oh shit it was, it was nuts. It was beautiful. It, it was on a soccer field. Oh my god! It was fucking. They had tents for each team, and they had water, free water, and bowls of fruit, and what? hot like cold towels. Forever. It was nuts. And Do you have um, videos of this. Where's where's this at? Oh yeah, I can send you videos. I'll, I'll have to like oh send you god. like uh, the, the videos. But here's the craziest thing. So there are teams from like. Uh, everywhere from southern, uh, from uh, South America over there. So yeah. there's a Colombian team, okay. And and I was telling these guys, it's like, look, dude, like for the per the rules, like for paintball, is you have to set your your uh, roster before you start playing, you know. Mm. And there's this one guy on a Colombian team. He wanted to play, and he he was like a higher level player. But I'm like, yeah, per the rules, you can be on this team. We just have. Can I sign you up? Can we put you? on this team oh no we'll just do it later we'll just do it later. i'm like and then during the tournament I'm like you've been playing with this team can i put you on the roster now oh no no don't worry about it so this freaking team this colombian team makes it to semifinals. okay yeah they're playing against a mexican team the mexican team loses but he goes to our head ref and said look man this guy you better check his card he's not on that team which he wasn't so uh, in the rule book, I had to disqualify this guy. That's team. Oh shit! The Colombian team. Okay, mind you, we're Americans in fucking Mexico and can't go deep Mexico, right? And these are Colombian. You know, and I don't know what the fuck. Dude. Usually, people who play paintball in, you know, you know, like Colombia, they're kind of rich people. It could be drugs, could be maybe they're just rich, but. I, I, it was funny because my rep, you know, I brought from LA, my head, You're like, oh my like, God, I'm going to get my fucking like, head dude? cut off. It's, this is, this is you. Yeah. My, the promoter guy was telling me, just let him win. Just let him win. I'm like, oh shit. No. And then I'm talking to my, and then my, he was turning against me. And then my, my, my head ref is like, look, John, dude, if you fucking do this. You're gonna oh look like God. a total ass because you just basically just let them win. They they had an illegal roster. I'm like, fuck, what do I do? I have all these people fucking yelling at me at the top of their lungs. You know, let them get, let that play, let them play. So okay, we're on like God. a scaffold about maybe eight feet high, and then it's like a yeah. barricade around the scaffold. So on the other side of the scaffold a barricade, there's like fucking four deep of fucking Colombians yelling at me. <laughs> Shit. You know, and and dude, my people were going, Oh my god, we're gonna fucking die. This is fucking over, man. John's I don't know what he's gonna oh. do. And I'm like and I was like hearing it, it's like, you know, you you know, everyone's yelling at you and you're like, fuck, you know, and it's all on you. And 
it was my reputation on the line. I turned around to the crowd and I'm like, you fucking cheated. You're fucking out. You're done. It's over. You're done. Disqualify. Get the fuck out. Dude. And then it went silent. And they all left. It's fucking. I thought I was going to die, dude. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, my God. I shit you not, dude. It was, it was the craziest shit. So, my morals are pretty fucking crazy. I will fucking die before oh, I fucking, shit. you know, call, dude, cheat for someone. I love I'm not, that, I'm not I that. Love That's that. not me. No, dude, I'm, I'm, an, I'm the same. I'm an idealist. Uh, I, I, I will stand for certain values. And I will, there's a line in the sand at some point, okay? And and yeah. <laughs> somebody crosses it, that's it, okay? Like, I am not going, you know, past that. It's, um, yeah, so that is nuts, though. It was fucking Holy wicked, dude. Shit. And that was probably the fucking craziest shit I've ever had to deal with when it came to, like, fucking running tournaments. And Now, how did you guys yeah. – so, so this guy reached out to you, and then you set up this thing. Right in Cancun. Um, what did you guys? How did you guys? Uh, what was it, a whole weekend? You had to travel and spend the night and all this oh. kind of shit there. Like it was probably expensive. Dude, I had fuck, to. Bro. Yeah, I had to fly down there like a month before to do promotions for it. So oh it was God. crazy. I was going to like tv stations and doing uh like what talk shows and tell them what we're doing we went to a bunch of radio stations uh fucking i, you, I met the governor Mex- do you speak spanish no oh shit <laughs> no, no i don't and and then uh i was down there stenciling fucking uh taxi cabs with our logo our our paintball league what's going on what? uh, oh my god they had like banners like across the freeway Dude, it was fucking crazy. I gotta That's say, insane. and um, yeah, it was pretty nuts. And uh, but yeah, and when that guy turned on me, it was just like, oh my god, dude. Oh shit, dude. It was crazy. And then, dude. Okay, I'll tell you one more thing about that. <laughs> what happened oh, after that? So shit. the aftermath was fucking nuts. So, um, we go in for like the talk, like the the you know the recap thing, you know. Yeah. And so the, there was a there's another partner. This girl. Um, she was calling my wife a liar at the event for and what you because don't fucking that, dude. say that shit, you know, like, oh yeah. It's like, oh, she's a liar. She, she, you know, they said they, she's lying about him not signing up and all that shit. And like, don't fucking call my wife a liar. So at the, at the, like, um, the recap meeting, I just fucking let him have it. I'm like, like, you don't fucking say shit about my wife. I got to the point where this girl was crying. You know, I was so Good. fucking mad. And then, Good. and then, you know what he said to me, this guy's like, okay, well, if we're going to do more events here, I'm going to own 50% of your company goes on 50%. on the field of our league, like the paintball league. Fuck you. And, uh, I'm like, yeah, I they said, no, fuck you, man. And then we yeah, left. Right. So we, yeah, so we go home, you know, and a couple weeks later, they tried to like steal our league basically. So they put up a Twitter it was oh I think it was God. Twitter. They put like they used our logo. So we used it was AFPL, that's our main league in the US. So when we went down there it was AFPL International. 
So they took that logo, put it on Twitter, and they tried to run events with that name. Oh my under God. without us knowing. And then I, I was like, and then my wife's all, you know, fuck that shit. <laughs> so we Good. put out we put out a letter. We put out like a form letter. And that's yeah. what they do. Like like um yeah, like paintball, they like form letters. So we put a form letter like, hey, we're no longer APL International. We are now APL Worldwide. See this logo? If you don't see this logo or you don't see John or Quilla yeah. attached to it, it's not an APL event. We don't sanction that. And that just fucking killed the guy. And um yeah. So, so yeah. Let, so crazy. Uh, let me let me understand this. All of this so the this event happened. It's supposed to be really fun. You get this uh, you know, Somebody reaches out to you, says, hey, let's do this uh, really cool event here in Cancun. Everyone knows Cancun's beautiful. Okay, it's supposed to be really cool. This is going to be a uh, a positive, really fun event. Yeah, man, we're excited. Let's go. Um, it ends up being really negative and traumatic and bullshit experience because of this one player didn't sign up for the team. Is that what it was? Yeah, he didn't sign into the team. He didn't. He didn't oh, put his dude. name on the roster. And what dude, the he the fuck? other why? But see that why? Like, what was he doing? I don't know. And it was it was it was crazy. And yeah, of course we never did another event in Mexico. Well, no, <laughs> bro. But um, uh, yeah, like, yeah, no shit. Crazy. I'd be like, okay, hopefully they're not connected yeah. with whoever. <laughs> okay, you are okay. Okay, one more stupid story about this guy. Okay, this guy was the public relations, like photographer, the governor of Cancun or or that area, that district or that area. So it was funny. The the governor gets fucking. Yeah, he was like a photographer, media mark, mark, media guy for the governor. Okay, he was like one of one of part of his staff. (laughs) So it ends up this guy, the governor, gets busted for corruption, gets kicked out. And oh. then, and then, and then the guy that I was dealing with is fucking on the run. He he had to go on the run. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit, dude! Easy. Okay, bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. Shit, you dude, you have got so, to you you got to him. make you've got to make a YouTube video, like a docu series or not maybe not a docu series but a documentary. Of this whole fucking event, okay. Hopefully, you have some videos of you know the going down there and spending time down in the, uh, some of this tournament and shit. That would be awesome. Definitely oh, change names. Or we whatever. did a webcast so, down there. You did a what? So it, we did a webcast, so we have like a bunch of footage and. Oh, but no, shit. actually, the 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 event was really good. Everyone had a great time, except for okay, just that that okay. end, end part. Gotcha. But as far as the event, it was it went out flawlessly, oh, and uh, awesome. but except for it, on my end, it was shitty. But for the players <laughs> and everyone, everyone was there, else, they had it was good. Day. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, the thing is, like, like I said, it's like, dude, sometimes yeah, you don't know who to fucking trust, and no, and if you go too fast, you know, and shit can happen. And oh, dude, that that's was crazy, I, I think I should have. I mean, but that's when we were, you know, that was a long time ago. we we weren't. We're like, ooh, opportunity to do a tournament in Mexico. Okay, let's go. Well, who would turn that down? I wouldn't turn yeah. it down. I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's go. I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you, certainly you're not at fault for that. That is, uh, 
That's exciting. And by the way, you got a really cool story out of it. Okay. <laughs> Come on. It's awesome. That was so I love it. Up, man. That story. I, I cannot go back to Cancun ever. No. Like, I don't know. No. You better wear a fucking, like, Beautiful change place. your look Beautiful or something. Place. Change your name. Change your name. Dude, <laughs> people go, let's go to Cancun. I'm like, fuck no. You know what happened in Cancun? Uh, nope. They're like, oh, yeah, I remember. Fuck. <laughs> so, but yeah, that is, and that's the paintball industry. It's like, it's it's more, it's like, a lot of them are built out of greed. They don't really care about fucking mm. the event. A lot of them yeah, just the want to make the money. Yeah. And huh. and that's bad. why it's hard. Airsoft is the exact you... opposite, bro. The exact fucking opposite. Like it really is. Like air, what I've seen and what I've heard, airsoft is, uh, you know, airsofters and the guys that like yourself that host events and 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 start doing these production, uh, you know, events whatever that are producing these events. They're um, it is the exact opposite. You know, they are. They want to create the best experience for the players for that day, for that weekend or whatever. And, uh, and, and whatever we got to put into it, we're going to put into it. And that's, that's way different than honestly, way different than most other businesses or most other hobbies, you know, for, for real. But you got to watch out cause it'll get to them while, as it grows, mm-hmm. it's going to turn into that. And that's the thing. It's like, well, I, for the sure. reason why I got into airsoft was like maybe I can change something. Maybe I can make it where mm. we're not at each other's throats. Maybe we're all working together. And yeah, and actually, I see a little hope because uh, so Project N One, you've heard of that place, right? Sure. And uh, Adrenaline, they're only like an hour apart, like, but they're mm-hmm. working together with us. Like we run an event at Project N One, and then we do an Adrenaline, and they both promote the event and they're actually because they know they understand it's like look if we can grow a Mm -hmm. league we're going to get more players they're going to go to both places but with paintball it's more like fuck no they're not going to like cooperate with anyone they're going to like screw you up i'm going to like try and do you when i can if i can get you i'm going to like shut you want to host an event here you can only host it here yeah oh yeah right exactly like, dude, and that is. Uh, I don't like that. I'm not. I'm no, not into you that. You can't be and... like that, bro. You can't be like that. That's that's not a. Uh, you know, that's going to help them, but not you. Like, that has to be mutual benefit. You know, mutually beneficial, uh, for you know, for both parties. Like, that's yeah. So but for sure, that's what I see. I'm I'm hoping like you know I I'm thinking like the players from N1 and the players from Adrenaline. They're like, oh, yeah. cool. We're going to go in between, and er- it's not going to sure. be a problem. And that's what it should be. They should be able to go to any fucking field. A hundred percent it should be. Like, and nobody should feel guilty be like, for oh. going to mm-hmm. uh, a different field for right. a, a cool event. Like, it'll exactly. all come around in the end. All right? Uh, long term, it will benefit both fields or multiple fields, whatever, uh, as the as, as it grows. You know? The, yeah. the, I've said it numerous There's times. There's money the for everyone. Yeah, the rising tide raises all ships, okay? So if Airsoft mm-hmm. succeeds, then all these fields succeeds, and you succeed, okay? Your event, prom- you know, all your events go up. Like, whatever whatever thing uh, does well, if your events become very popular and start, you know, getting a lot of attention, 
that is, and, and your events succeed, you know, well, then Airsoft succeeds, which means these other fields succeed because somebody that sees your videos or if it goes mainstream, they see a, you know, something on a broadcast, a webcast, whatever. And the, the, you know, the 17 year old that wants to get into Airsoft is in uh, Indiana. He can't go to your, you know, your event, right? But mm-hmm. he saw your event and now he's interested and he goes to his local field. So it raises all of that, you know. So uh, no matter who gets the success, eventually they all do. Okay. And that's the, that's the goal. You know, the one thing I just implemented was actually I'm making buzzer heads. For to you know the buzzer, so they can actually have a buzzer at their field, and yeah. I'm allowing them to use our software for the timer and the red zone, mm. you know. But so the I'm yeah the countdown buzzer, and the I thing see is, the yeah, uh, I buzzer wanna... you posted on your Instagram, and that's the thing. We're gonna well, of course, it's gonna go to Adrenaline and CQB City, but any field right. if they're interested in trying it, it's like super. It'll be super cheap for them to even have another format, and they can try it out. Gotcha. And it'd be would great if, like, if say, like, you know, Shot Zone or G&G Sports Paintball, they get one and they start running these things. And when I go there, they already understand yeah. what the hell they're doing. And then we run events, and they'll just be fun. So I'm, so yeah, it's yeah, they'll. I, I'm just like selling them the the top the top part of it, but they can buy the cone like on Amazon for like 40 bucks. They just got to cut the first segment off and it sticks right on dude. And then now you oh, can play okay. red zone. You're talking about, so, uh, a, but yeah, the, so hopefully yeah, more cone field that goes um, for the buzzer and you, the buzzer you made fits right on top of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just, um, a certain cone they use, you know, basically, you know, the, the traffic cone and you just yeah. cut one segment off the top and then that buzzer head fits right on top. Yeah. And uh, we have it's it where it lights height. up. Right. Perfect height. And it's exactly what we're using out in California. So, I mean, oh, if they want to try okay. it, dude, they can, you know, I'll ship it out to them and they can, I'll give them the access code. To, like, they can actually run. They can make money off of this. They can go run red zone events at their field. Yeah, because they'll have the software and they'll have they can do everything. So, but yeah, well, so um, hopefully we can get that out, get more uh, fields on board to do it. But I mean, it's not that sure. much of an investment. So, um, no. but yeah, so stuff like that. See, those are things like kind of things that I'm trying to like implement out. So like like if I go to any field, I'm going to leave one of those, you know, heads there so they can actually practice after I leave. And then the oh, next okay. time, next time I come over, I'm like, okay, we're going to run a tournament over at this field. And they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, we've been practicing forever. Let's go. You know? But <laughs> the thing yeah, is, dude. it's like spreading the seed. And plus, for me, if I can get, I can set up a league like in the Midwest or the South or wherever. Mm-hmm. What it is, is they link up into with our ranking system and everyone yeah. gets ranked together. That's when, you know, we can like, you know, track players like from across the country, you know, right. or wherever, and we can yeah. track teams. I mean, they might not have to go totally in depth that we do, but even if they track the teams and the buzzer hits and all that stuff, you know, it's still stats for them, you know? Yeah. So, I think, uh, 
I'm going to send you the info for uh, Skirmish, for, um, the, you know, the guy that started Skirmish. And uh, if, if you want to yeah, talk to him, that's You know cool. that you, it, I was thinking about doing? Because if you want to expand, if you want to expand uh, and you want this uh, leaderboard that you have going to expand, right, to, or to include all these different places that if, you know, if you expand to, um, the way it is now, you'd have to trust that someone at that local field that's out of your control would be able to put in that info and put it in honestly right so and not you know give yeah. some one of their friends extra <laughs> points or whatever if you want to not have to worry about that uh i think i really do i think there's a way to uh kind of take that off your hands and 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 implement kind of integrate that into your system you've already built um that one you know when it's not like your system is bad you know anything like that it's just uh, it would really streamline your process if you want to expand outside of the few fields yeah. well, that you're able to the, be at personally. Yeah, it's the thing is, yeah, it's like the inputting of the information. No matter how it's done, you have to trust yeah. whoever's doing it. And that's a, yeah. but you know, that's the thing is like, yeah, you have to trust. Just like you know, these guys who get shot, get the fuck out. You know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't cheat. You know, but. Yeah, you're always gonna, you know, yeah. if if a human's involved in entering anything, there's yeah. always chance of, uh, you know, hanky panky going on or something stupid. Oh, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, man, it's been, uh, it's been. But awesome yeah, it's more. You. you have to believe in the people. Yeah, brother, it's been a while, dude. Oh no, like, you're good. You're bro. probably you're tired. Good. It's like ten, right? Not really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's uh, not- yeah, it's ten o'clock. No, dude, I stay up late yeah. as fuck, bro. Yeah. Um. I do. I will ask but you this yeah, though. No. When yeah. you went on to the uh, website and signed up uh-huh. for the podcast, mm-hmm. did it show yeah. the your local time when you chose the time yes, to get did. on? Yeah, it did. Oh, thank you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> because that was a. I had to change that in there. I, when I first set uh-huh. it up, it was. Uh, I didn't. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Okay. So <laughs> I, none I, uh, of us do really. <laughs> I'm figuring out. Yeah. And I, uh, so anyway, I, I just recently um, adjusted that to where it would show your local time for people in different time zones. Okay, cool. Well, I'm really glad to hear yeah. that, but yeah, man. Uh, no, I don't, I don't, uh, if we got more stuff to talk about, dude, we'll Oh, I'm good. Yeah. My, I, I think my I, my longest yeah. one here is four hours. I think I had somebody <laughs> ask me, um, uh, what, how long do these go? And I'm like, bro, I, my shortest one is like 35 minutes. My longest one is like four hours and 10 minutes. Um, and I don't mind either way. I don't mind either way, wherever the conversation yeah. goes. The only time I start noticing is if, um, if my ass starts hurting or if I have to take a piss. So. <laughs> oh shit. You got a good bladder then. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, um, uh, right. Well, yeah, yeah. If you, if you, yeah. After this, Dude, just call me, dude. I'm, I'm, or get me on or whatever, dude. I'm down. I'm down to oh, talk. Oh, sure, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's just getting the word out. That's the hardest thing, you know. And but I think we're, we, yeah, it's. I think I'm at a good pace right now, getting the word out, which right. is good. It's not too fast, but not too slow. So it's kind of, it's kind of sure. like the pace I want. So I just want, like, basically, I want people to be like really locked in on it and they understand it and right. they have a good time and that's thing yeah and like you said like if someone's not having a they have like a gripe dude we totally 
<laughs> it's like a debate all the time. We'll put a poll up and like sure. the big the big poll I got to put up next is if they want to do ramping <laughs> or oh that? no no it's not ramping it's not ramping it's um uh longer triggers or no trigger guards with longer triggers you know for next year like you know where where right now our rule is you only can use a single trigger uh like you know the small triggers you know the, the regular triggers on the guns. Yeah. So, like some guns, you can oh, buy single finger. Blade. Or, uh, yeah, with that. So, not the double finger with the, yeah. uh, like the paintball ones. So I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm okay. trying to ease them okay. into doing the double finger thing, but I don't know. It, I think I asked them like last year, like, no, Tom, don't do it. But well, this, uh, well, that um, that arc that's coming out, that's a single trigger, right? Oh, but here's the like, beauty of it. That thing drops down, and then uh, the the trigger is fucking awesome. You don't even have to take the gun apart to put change the trigger out. Get so it's out. basically like a face, and then you put the face. You change the face. There's two little set screws in there. You put I'm, like a I'm whole new trigger. At it, on. Yeah. So holy um, shit, it's pretty okay. badass. It's some badass shit, dude. So they they took in a lot of info, you know, about airsoft guns and yeah, what what is needed and stuff. So. A lot of it's 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 gonna when they finally get it out, it's gonna be a head turner because they're gonna see that on the field. Like what the fuck? And they're like, oh my god, there's no batteries in this thing. <laughs> Holy shit! And the, and the, it's built to be like really easy to service. So I think it's like a they're saying it's like one uh, pin or something, one pin, and the whole thing comes apart. Oh, that's you awesome! Pull that out and service everything, and then Lou. Bro. But, uh, well, the way I'm looking at it, the way it looks is uh, kind of like my son. Um, my son has a uh, a Ruger 22, you know, real uh-huh. steel, and I can't remember the the model, but um, it uh, it it's a break, you know, it's a regular semi-auto, but mm-hmm. the way it breaks down is it's got one pin, and it it pops open like this, so uh-huh. the barrel and all the upper kind of folds out like you know folds up like this and you can see you know you can get to the you can pull the bolt out in the back um super easy to service uh really you know easy to function that way um and this looks like it would have or it could have a very similar system because of how the upper is attached so yeah dude that is it's it's a really cool design i really like it's and i like their grip i like their grip yeah, um, I got to hold a, a trigger frame of it, and it feels so good in the hand. Really, it's crazy. It feels, yeah, it's um, it's nice. You're gonna yeah. be impressed when you grab onto it. So, um, yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, this is the thing. If it all and works that's M4, out, M4 M4 Max. Yeah, so they yeah, dude. Because yeah, I mean, that's the primary great. everyone has M4 Mags. Yeah, but, for sure. Another thing they're going to design is another mag that doesn't look like an M4 mag, but it's going to be run like a lithium battery. So you can put they're saying like three to four hundred in um in a in the it's kind of like a high kappa, but it feeds fast, super fast. So mm. all you have to do is dump the BBs in. You don't have to crank it or anything, and it'll shoot as fast as a mid cap. Whoa! But but you'll it, it has like a they have like some it's for paintball but they can miniaturize it for airsoft so there's, there's some kind of wheel in there that shoves it up there real fast 
Really? And grabs and grabs and grabs. So it's like the high cap mags that you have to wind, but yeah. you don't have you don't have to wind as much. Like it 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 basically changes the gear ratio of winding. Like the the high cap mags that are now, bro, you got to wind for fucking oh, yeah. days. <laughs> <Yeah>. Days. <laughs> it feels yeah. like days. Yeah, it, it feels does. like days. But, but yeah. you know, it's okay. It, it, it's built to look more kind of I guess, you know, they're going for the non AR look, so sure. it's going to have a different kind of weird, different shape to it. But yeah, they're telling me it's going to feed just as fast as a mid cap, and you're going to be able to like carry a three to four hundred rounds in there. So when Whoa. you're playing our event, you don't even have to swap out mags. Oh you know my I mean? god, that's wild. Okay, because these guys, like at the most, these guys at a, a point they play, they'll shoot maybe. One or two, you know, 120 mid caps, 120 right. round mid caps, are they 120 right. or 150? I think they're 120. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but <laughs> they only use like two. So, I mean, if you have 400 BBs in there, you're going to well, be able to do new, at least two. Points. They got the was it the PTS or something? Um, uh, magazines, I can't remember, I think that's the brand. Um, the new mid caps are 250, yeah, for a mid cap. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. crazy. But they're so hard to fucking fuck like load, you know, when you're loading. <laughs> when you're speed loading, it's just like, I mean, okay, you gotta like have the point. The, 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 what you call it, the Ronin, uh, not the Ronin, the, um, what is that one, uh, popular speed loader that's, uh, that you wind, you know, that you spin. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I know what you, yeah. And the, it's a pain in the ass. Actually, I saw this dude. <laughs> He had an electric one. It was fucking nuts. So he oh, dude, he grabbed the thing, he put it in there. He's like, "Watch!" It's like, "Holy shit!" It's like, eh. "Yeah!" Like, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" But Evike has one. Uh, how, they, actually, I think they sell that? one. I think they sell one. Actually, I think they sell it. It's a giant. It looks like an ammo can. They they made it out of an actual right. real ammo can, and it's got a counter on there and everything. And you set right. it, and then you you know stick it on there, and it goes. It's got to be expensive, bro. I wonder how much that is. I just, you know, but you know what? If you can do the mid cap performance with a lithium ion battery in it, and all you have to do is open up, you know, open up the uh, hatch and just pour as much BB as you can, you'll like load it in no time, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or just true. stick it in a fucking bucket and just load it in real fast. That is bam. true. Yeah, those are or, those are fast as well. Yeah. So I don't know. They're they they have a lot of and, and the they're going to do a lot of different bodies, and then um, I think uh, the. Um, the outer barrel, they're gonna have different sizes, so short length, so you can use like longer, um, you know, inner barrels and shorter right. inner barrels. So yeah, there it's gonna be like a lot of little doohickeys with that, but yeah, little things you can change, yeah, to so, make it a little more unique, but still keep the you know the the biggest problem people have is uh, from what I've seen and what I've heard is um, they. They get a gun. They they want to play. Let's say tournament play indoor, and they tear it down. They break uh-huh. it down so that they can re. You know, they add some whatever kind of shit to it, and uh, and whatever they add to it, they don't really know what they're doing. So they have to. You know, they upgrade the bucking. They upgrade the oh, yeah. nozzle, and they upgrade the 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 hop up. And they you know, um, I had this guy on recently. Actually, the podcast came out this morning. Um, he was like, I said, what advice do you have for people that really don't know how to take care of their high kappas? Okay. 
he's like, don't get a maple leaf bucking for a high kappa. They don't work. They break. Okay. It's like, that's one of these big things, you know. So there are some standard rules for these guys that want to tear down their guns and rebuild it uh, and really don't know how to rebuild it. But uh, something that's like this uh, setup you're talking about with ARC um, that's a little more streamlined where they could swap out something that's uh, pretty simple. Uh, that seems like, <clears throat> well, not only that, but it's it's HPA, which there's yeah. way less moving parts than oh, these yeah. other, you know, these other things, way less variables to deal with. Um, yeah, that would be, uh, that is the way to go. I think the barrel, the inner barrel is like super easy to change out. I think they're saying yeah. you just like twist it and it just pops out and you put another one twisted on and you can change out your inner barrel that fast. Exactly. So well, that's. I found this speed loader we're talking about. Oh, God. How much is that? Do that. Do you see the screen? Yeah. <laughs> $3. Bro, it's, it's cheap, okay? It's cheap. It's only eleven hundred and fifty dollars, John. Are you kidding me? Get the fuck out of here! Eleven hundred bucks with tax. Come on, dollars, bro. Oh my! Come on! It has all these features, okay? (laughs) Does it have a refrigerator in there? What, man? Does it brew beer? (laughs) It polishes your balls, okay? It polishes the BBs, all right? So that asshole I was talking to spent twelve hundred dollars on that piece of shit. Oh my god! I was like, going, what was that? Like probably four hundred dollars tops or three hundred dollars? I wouldn't even buy it for three hundred bucks. But um, oh my god, twelve hundred dollars just to reload. Okay, reload your shit all day, all day. No man. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, listen, all right, man. brother. We, yeah, we definitely have to do this again. Um. I will. I will uh, be watching some of your uh, your videos on your gameplay stuff, your webcast. Um, very interesting talking with you. Uh, I appreciate um, you know learning all this stuff that uh, about your background and how you're you know kind of creating these cool new type of events that are really exciting uh, that indoor play needs. Uh, in in my opinion, for especially like I said, for spectators like myself. And uh, it's been very, very fun, man. I appreciate Dude, it. Dude, I it was awesome talking to you, man. And you know what? If we do an event in your area, you're going to be my commentator. <laughs> uh, I will try. I will try. <laughs> well, here, come on, stop. Yes, I'll be like, I don't know all the terminology. Okay, I'll be like, uh, this guy, he's he's over here by this pointy thing. Okay, it's oh, it's a barrier. Okay, a barricade. That's it. Uh, but- you know. Here's the funny thing is, is people could relate to you because they don't know what the fuck they're That's looking at true. either. And they're like, that is true. he's as dumb as I am. This is fucking awesome, <laughs> man. I feel true. good about myself. I feel good about myself. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so usually we have a straight guy and a funny guy. And yeah. they, they, you know, it's. Oh, it, it works well together. Oh yeah, yeah. the guy it's that's awesome. you know very technical and analytical and knows all the terminology and is very well spoken, and and the other guy that's just you know, the other uh, guy's drunk. The other yeah, guy's drunk. that's me. That's me. <laughs> Basically, that's what it is. That's that's the combination I like. Oh uh, yeah, it's like the straight guy. Uh, the last paintball commentators we had, they were both drunk. It was fucking hilarious. Oh my god, that's funny. Yes, <laughs> they're drinking I micheladas the whole day right in front of the camera. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, motherfuckers. 
<laughs> but I'm like, I don't care, dude. It's on. I think we're streaming on, on Facebook at the time. We're like, fuck, I don't care. I care less. <laughs> Go ahead, drink all you want, man. Right. Just don't do heroin on the fucking set. Oh shit! No <laughs> so, shit, right? But, Hell yeah, dude. All right, brother. Well, dude. All yeah, right. I gotta take a piss. You, you beat yeah. me, man. I gotta pee. Oh uh, yeah. So, um, well, but cool. Too. I do. This is great. Thank you so much, dude. Uh, yeah, we'll do it again hey. for sure. Uh, listen, everyone, uh, watching and listening, go to what's your Instagram again, and where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find us on the Syndicate Union on Instagram. Uh, you can look up rankedsports.com if you want to sign up for an event or check out what we did last year in NorCal, like stats and teams and all that stuff. And uh, – we do have a YouTube channel. I don't know what it's called. I think it's the Syndicate Union also, but it has like a lot of our match videos if you want to check out okay, the format. Okay, good. Awesome. Right. Man. Thanks Thank a lot, you, brother. John. I appreciate it. You have a good night. All right, you too. Take it easy. Later, brother. Okay.